Fancy lad. Fancy lad. Podcast fancy lad. Fancy Podcast gonna talk my friends. Fancy gonna share a thought. Gonna have a laugh. That's what I thought. Fancy lad. Fancy podcast. Fancy lad. Fancy lad podcast. Yeah. And we are back. Oh, yes, we are back indeed. Oh, God. Mm. You know, I can only say that mm-hmm. once a week. Yep. At the most. At the most. And sometimes, yep, sometimes it's once every two weeks. Sometimes it's once a month, it feels it, like. Occasionally. So, you know, you really have to cherish these moments when you get to say, and we're back. Mm-hmm. And then I get to say, mm-hmm. ah, yes, we are. Or something. And then something you like ask that. me. And I'm like, wait, like, where are we? Where are we? And, and then, I'm like, Spaceship Earth, bro. Dude, we are all just passengers on this vessel called Earth. That's right. Yep. Around the great sun. But enough about that. We are back here on the Fancy Lad podcast. We are back on the Fancy Lad podcast in mm-hmm. the Fancy Lad studio. But yes. I'm surprised you didn't take that opportunity to t- tell everybody about your fantastic Earth sandwich story, you know? Oh, God, I didn't think. I mean, I just, that's just something I just saw. I know. It just seems so. I mean, I love the idea of people on opposite ends of the planet, each putting down a slice of bread and making a sandwich out of Earth. There you have it. People. I love that idea. There you have it. I, I didn't. I can't take credit for but it. But it's a genius idea nonetheless. It is. It, is. it and, really is. You know what? You're kind of like a DJ in that sense where you don't even need to make anything. Like DJ Tanner? Like DJ Tanner. Thank you. You just need to know mm-hmm. that that is a genius idea, and that Thank makes you a genius. Thank you. That's all I needed. Man, I'm, I'm like a big genius then. Because a yeah. lot of geniuses, I'm like, yeah, they're a genius. Big genius, big baby genius. Baby you know? genius, for sure. Absolute baby genius. Yeah. Yeah. Which you <clears throat> were one of the babies in that movie, Baby Geniuses, right? I was one of the stunt doubles yeah. for the babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a little bit older. You know, I was 18 when that movie came out. So, yeah, I played. I was a stunt double for the babies. No, I remember you were wearing the diaper for mm-hmm. at least a few weeks after you were done filming it. Yeah, it wasn't, and it, that was because of the film. Yeah, it wasn't unrelated to the film. I wasn't just wearing diapies for comfort and convenience. Oh, okay. You know? And I'm assuming the pacifier also had to do something to do with the film. I'd just been going to a whole lot of raves at that point of time, too. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you saw the glow sticks and the body paint, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the weird thing is, is that I've never. Uh, I've never been invited to a rave by you, so that's that's why I was a little surprised. Oh, bullshit, dude. dude. I invite you to raves all the time. <laughs> dude, you just call me from the raves mm-hmm. fucking three in the morning. I'm right. assuming you're coked out out of your mind. And I'm telling you to come to the rave, yeah, man. It's dude, fucking sick. It's not before the rave starts. Right. It's, it's while you're in the thick of your peak. Mm-hmm. While you're peaking. Peaking, absolutely. And... Dude, some say you peaked in high school. But, I mean, and I don't know. I don't know if I ever even made a, a got to a peak. I I'm feel sorry. like just an instant plateau. I was thinking about Dan Wieners. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, definitely. I could see why. First of all, I could see why you'd confuse me with Dan Wieners. <laughs> right. Second of all, I could see why people would say that about Dan Wieners. Right. And you know why it is? It's because you and Dan mm-hmm. are two of my oldest, nearest and dearest friends. And mm-hmm. you know what? Mm-hmm. I think we might have a special guest on the podcast that I would also consider falling into that category. Old? 
Hold. Mm-hmm. He's near. Oh. Definitely near right now. Definitely, and definitely a deer. Definitely a deer. Definitely a deer. A doe? Mm. No, no, I don't not, think so. Not so much a doe. A buck, I guess. Yeah. A deer. But let's introduce our guest on the Fan Sled Podcast. Oh, right now. Our sweet... Yes, yeah. yes, right now. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Our sweet boy, Eric. Hi, Eric. Hello. Oh, it's your sweet man. boy, Eric, here at last. This is a dream come true. Literally, I've had dreams about this. Talking hey, to you guys. Really? Yeah, yeah. I shit you not. Tom. I have had dreams about Tom's it. Tom's actually a dreamer himself. I, I've had dreams about you. Dude, I have been having so many dreams lately. All, all about breaks, though. Yeah. Always about breaks. <laughs> but anyways, you know, let's get to your dreams. You're the Which, guest here. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of, mm-hmm. should we make Tom's dra- dreams come true and just take a quick one? I mean, I know it's a little... <laughs> uncanny for the the podcast right now but let's make his dreams come true dude why not yeah fuck it and then make my just, dreams just for true. the sake of appeasing our sponsors and then when we come back listen these sponsors they need to be appeased that's what i'm thinking they're saying listen five minutes into the podcast you gotta have a break but then we're gonna right when we get back we're gonna get right down to brass tacks with eric well that's perfect because i actually need a beer anyways oh perfect okay so we'll be right back all right uh, yeah. After a long week of work, I like to relax by trimming my bonsai tree. And when that starts to really piss me off, I crack open an ice cold clown shoes brand Zen Garden New England India Pale Ale. Mmm, nothing helps realign my chakras like the full bodied hazy flavor of a clown shoes brand Zen Garden IPA. And nothing helps me focus on my bonsai garden. Oh, f- f- Ow. Oh, f- my neck. Uh. Nothing helps me focus more than a Clown Shoes brand Scent Garden IPA. The combination of wheat and oat in a malt bill plus a steady stream of hop additions makes for. Oh, f- oh, sh- oh, my. Oh, my oh. God. F- no, this shit. is bad. Oh, sh- oh my God. Oh, oh my god, it's bleeding so much. Oh my god, I think my blood's really thin because of the 7% IPAs I've been drinking. Call my mom. Call my mom. Please call my mom. To find out more about Clown Shoes Beer and where you can get it, visit www.clownshoesbeer.com. Yeah. And we are back. Oh, we are back. Was a good break. Now, I have one question. Mm-hmm. Was it similar to those breaks that you dream about? It was very similar to the breaks that I've been dreaming about, mm-hmm. you know, with the exclusion of a few major differences. Okay. It was in color. Oh, mm-hmm. you, you dream in black and white. It's usually just like grayscale. Okay. Yeah, just full grayscale. Mm-hmm. Usually one one shade of gray. The whole thing. Not 50. No, nope, not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've gotten there occasionally, but usually just one shade. Mm-hmm. There, wasn't a, there wasn't that weird uh, screeching in the background the whole time. You know, that like. <coughs> Are those crows in your dream? <laughs> They're going to eat your carcass? Oh, they might be. I haven't thought of that yet, but that makes it a lot scarier. <laughs> 
I'm just trying to decipher what these sounds are, okay? I mean, the major difference is that that our sweet boy Eric was there for this break. <laughs> oh, and that's what Eric Thank sounds you. like. Occasionally, actually, yeah. <laughs> there we go. So, do you... <laughs> so now you understand. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, so... I'll, I'll, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell the people right now. Mm-hmm. I've known Eric probably since high school. I'm guessing 15, 16 years old. Med- yeah. Medfield Skate Park. Medfield Skate Park. We go, we go back. It's a long Paint time. Paint a picture. Eric, he had oak. <laughs> he, I, he had some sort of glasses that made him look like Bob Burnquist. <laughs> and he was wearing sweatpants. <laughs> I don't think I was wearing sweatpants, but the glasses are true. And I was actually telling glasses are true. Zach mm-hmm. Papp about that yesterday. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that might have been. Yeah, yeah. The, the Medfield Skate Park, the Milford Skate Park, they mm-hmm. all blend together now, but definitely. Vivid memories of seeing you when I was 13, 14, and I thought you were two years older than me because you were so big. Yep. And um, yeah, kickflip nose manuals, mm. kickflip manuals. Mm-hmm. He was always tech. Thank you, bro. You're always tech. Always tech ever since I've seen him skate. Also, not to brag, you were probably one of the first people too, but I feel like I was like one of the first people to board slide the handrail at the prefab park. I think you were. Yeah. And your And B. <laughs> Yeah, as well. I remember uh, there's one other kid that I knew who did it before me. Actually, you know what? I was into nose sliding it because I was scared to board slide because I didn't want to sack you. But know? that's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think tenth grade, man, nine eleven era. Actually, <laughs> not to get into nine eleven years, the history. But that's to put it in context for the for everybody. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was in sophomore year of high school, and yeah, we're nose sliding. You, Joe DeSantis. Yep. Just some punk rock Sam, punk rock Sam, and that other kid who's yell named... exit Sam McLaughlin. Yes, yell exit Sam McLaughlin and Joe DeSantis. Yep. I don't even know if we communicate with him anymore, but yeah, it's good. To, it's fun to remember yeah, names. You it's know, true. it's fun to remember the names. It's nice to remember yeah. the names, and then it's nice to say them as well. Yeah, it really is. You isn't know? it? Like it kind of is. Can I just say Dan Wieners? That's a great name. That's, That's a, a great, great dude. I love Dan Wieners. We haven't seen him in. We used to see him all the time. Hey, I mean, pandemic, obviously. Does he listen to every episode? I think he does. Can I say mm. yell exit Dan Wieners? Oh, I think you just did. Please. You, oh my yell God. exit Please Dan Please do. We yell love, Dan we love Dan I love that man. Here. So, Eric, I, yeah. I used to, and I, you know, we, we struck a friendship, and I, would, I, lent, I started lending you skate videos. So thankful for that. I would only watch, like, the same three videos until I saw you with a stack of, like, ten videos that you had lent to Joe DeSantis, and I was like, wow, you were allowed to own that many skateboard videos? Pre-internet, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was incredible. I think Foundation Art Bars was the first one that you lent me, and um, I watched it every day after high school for a week, and I yeah. fell in love with Ethan Fowler and John West Yeah, and Mike Ruzick. I can I, tell. Yeah, and I remember you said to me, I really like this dude, Mike Ruzick. He's like tall. He does no complies. Nice. Yeah, no comply flip up a stair set, which is kind of normal these days, but like yeah. Mike Ruzick was doing that then, and it's like I'd never seen that before in my life. Right. Oh, yeah. And then Daniel Shimizu, that was the first time I saw like hurricane grinds on handrails. That video fucking changed my Love Shimizu. I mean, when I think of you, you know, I think of Ethan Fowler. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's my favorite. I, I always skateboard. I think of art bars as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, just I, like I associate the most... that with, with you more than any foundation writer, honestly. It's just like the most stylish, like just well put together video, just well thought out. And just like it, that and jump off a building. Yeah. Just like. And I like how Corey Duffel agreed that it was better before That's Life. That's so rad, dude. I I love Corey Duffel's outlook on skating and and like what he his like his take on it and um 
the, the dudes he looks up to, you know, like that. Just like, yeah, he's got a great opinion about skating. Yeah, he knows. He's got good taste. Yeah, he's a real he loves Matt Rodriguez. He knows like all the stereo videos. He's like good influence. He yeah. Loves Drake Jones. You know, mm-hmm. that's I guess how he got his, like good pop shove. It was watching Drake Jones. You know, nice. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, we only have real G's on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. real G. So yeah, videos. What he's else? He's a real G. Um, but then that skate park tore down. And I know you started going to Boston, and I didn't. I went to Milford skate parks, and like I was in that scene, and I didn't see. Well, it. I was gonna say too, you know, for the record, you know, I wasn't, you know, I was a working man. I was working at Shaw's supermarkets, bagging and carting. Oh yeah, hard, and this was that's hard labor. That's hard labor, and that's what I used to buy all these videos. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, me and Eric got a job telemarketing together. Oh yeah, for. Vinyl siding. Lifetime home improvement. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That job changed my, my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. Another <laughs> yell exit to Dan Wieners, you know? Oh, man. Working with Dan Wieners and Nick, there was that was probably one of the funnest jobs I ever had. And Bob O'Brien. And Bob O'Brien. <laughs> and that juggalo guy. <laughs> Don't forget that name. Paul Courier. Paul Courier, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yell exit Paul Courier. Yell, yell exit Paul Courier. Man, it is fun remembering names. Dude, <laughs> Paul Courier. Dude, I love that. I, I mention this all the time, that he saved up to get a WW, at the time, WWF belt, you know, Amazing. championship belt. Oh, championship belt. And I was thinking to myself, this Amazing. dude is paying hundreds of dollars for this championship belt to do what with? To just walk around and go, I think you... Yeah! 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 He could wear it around the house, too. Could wear it. You know, just like... Just like walk around like a brute. Yeah. Well, you know, Nick, that leads to my my next development in our friendship. That we made a, a little video called How to Read a Book. Uh, that's yeah, right. And that oh, Tom, I remember and that, the one. Our, Tom was in. Oh, I was in there. He had some cameos in that. I have a few little cameos. Yeah. Eric's... Um... And Paul Cur- before I w- before I just linked that together, Paul Courier had a cameo in that as yeah. well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I don't I'm know kind of if... like the Larry Blackmon of uh, Fancy Lad. Well, actually, cameo. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even know if that was your first part in the crew. I think Tweak Three might have been Eric's first part. That was Eric's first part in the crew because th- that that was the that was the first time Eric had a part. Yeah, yeah. It was just montages before that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was just Eric's clips. first part, Tweak 3, and that is a fantastic part. It's on YouTube part. still, right, Tom? Is it not? I don't know, because all the all the copyright with the music and stuff. Oh, well, you skated, skated to Sid Barrett. Skated to Sid so, Barrett. Again, so, Ethan Fowler influence. You know, I know I know. a lot of the parts are down, or at least just like completely muted on there. Got to find a way to host it somewhere. Yeah. And if you host it privately, nah, it'd still probably get taken down, right? It's so yeah. It's you I'm know not sure. Ape, but, oh, yeah. and you were making edits with uh, Jake Bison. Yeah, yeah, that was like when, and like, posting to the Tum Yeto Tum Yeto message board. Yeah, yep, Tum- that's what Jake would do. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's funny because me and him and I could have made like so many, at least maybe two like full length videos, but he would just put that shit up on Tum Yeto message board. But I don't know. Once we started skating with you, Jake. And I started skating with you, and you showed us all those spots on Route 1. Yep. That's when we made How to Read a Book, so that's my second part. And then we made one other homie video before Fancy Lab. Yeah, so. exit. Well, just for yeah, the sake worry. of How to Read a Book, you oh, know. Yeah. Great video. we got to give props to How to Read a Book being the first. That was the first video that I edited. Yeah, we had so mm-hmm. many. Every one. other video Fitzy edited, and I would just kind of like co-edit it with him before that. But that was the first video that I actually edited myself. 
That was so sick. Yeah, it, this kind of reminds me of that setting because it was a similar, like, small, yeah. intimate room. Small, in your parents my, house. My, yeah, my parents' house in the computer room. <laughs> and we found the book entitled How to Read a Book. And yeah. you would put the book up to your ear. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I bought this book because I wanted to learn how to read, but I, how the hell? I can't get anything out of this. What do they expect me to do with this? Hey, listen, nobody can hear you read. Exactly. And that was the first that was the first comedy bit Big Zo did too. <clears throat> it was. It was the first joke I ever I ever made. Yeah, he'd never made a skit called Necco Wafers in Motion. No, nah, I don't think so. In I, I must have dreamed about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, what was it? Yeah. It was uh Damn. I must have dreamed about that, right? No, that sounds really familiar. Are you talking about Mankind Makes an Attic? Maybe. No, Necco Wafers in Motion. That was one of your high school videos with Dan Wiener. Yeah. Skit. I've seen your... I'm familiar with your work. He's right. Damn. He's more familiar <laughs> with your shit, work than you are. Let That's... that shit marinate one time real quick. I... Um, but I, all I was saying about the video is that I wanted to give a yell exit to Jake Bison, which he already did, but also Eric Zankowski. Respect. Eric Zankowski. True G. Dude. He's jumping on handrails. Absolutely. Grinding handrails. Like, I was just bored sliding handrails. I never, like, never grinded a handrail, but he would skate handrails. And he was tech. He could... Do five forty flips and it's true, but Eric, you're frontboarding the some pretty big rails back then. Thank yeah, don't, you. Don't don't sell you. yourself. The, the Ryan Gallant rail. Thank you, bro. You know what's funny? I actually drive by that rail all the time now when I visit my parents in uh in Holliston because it's I drive through Natick. Mm. I'm like, yo, mom, I frontboarded that uh, handrail yeah. at the temple right there. At the- mm. <laughs> yeah, sure you did, honey. Let's get you back to bed. <laughs> no, mom, that was a real shit. I mean, Ryan Gallant <laughs> did five other tricks, but I frontboarded it. So I remember that first time I, you're wearing that green shirt. Oh, yeah. Right? You know, the backstory of that shirt I found in a dead man's house in my hometown of Millis with the other Nick Murray. Wow. Other <laughs> yell exit, other Nick Murray. Yeah, he lives in sure. Western Mass. He's a rocker. He never skated, but rad dude. Oh, yeah. Turned yeah, me on no, to a I'm, lot of music, as, yeah, did, yeah. As, did, as did Nick. You, you've met him once or twice, Tom. I think. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm familiar. I am. I am yeah. I, yeah, I know Nick Murray. Yeah. Not Eric, as well as this Nick you Murray. You know, Eric actually was, you know, kind of my. You know, I I was very surface level with any sort of like indie punk thing, and I feel like Eric really uh, was the first person I met who was listening to that stuff. Really? Yeah. Eric was the first person I met that was vegan. I didn't even know what that was. Yeah, and you that didn't... was I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even know what it was. You were the first person that that I met that was vegan, and you told me what it was, and I was like, interesting. Oh, cool. yeah. You didn't know about Ed Templeton, or you had not heard about him or anything. Or I think it, you were the first person that I like had, explained I, it that I'd met who was vegan okay. and sure explained to me what Sick. yeah yeah because Jake and I were that's we bonded over that and then skating and like punk rock and I don't know I had a lot of influence from my brother with that like sort of stuff too yeah. so but yeah I always like Nick Murray too like we go to shows and stuff so yeah I have pretty good background in that but yeah. nowadays I'm over punk <laughs> yeah I, yeah, I yeah you're more of a jazz back, man now dude I'm all about the jazz yeah mm. but actually yeah. I go back and sometimes listen to like. I was actually listening to like that band, The Tights, that um, Corey Duffel skated to for that mm-hmm. one part. They're like a UK band. I was actually like listening to them today. They only had like three really good songs. But no, I go yeah. in, in, in back and forth to the punk, and it still g- gives me that vibe when I was a kid. Yeah. More jazz than anything. Also, I want to say, looking back, because of the my little vegan rant there and, <laughs> that and was the hilarious. Boston Massacre <laughs> was influenced by Eric and uh, Jake. Mm. You know, even if it's a comedy bit, now I look back on it and I think that's such incel shit, you know? <laughs> now. <laughs> no, but you well, were just having a laugh and it was just trying to be funny about it. Yeah, right? exactly. I yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't take disrespect to that. Right. But um, <laughs> but you're canceled. 
You can't even make fun of vegans now? Not Eric, not Sweet Boy Eric. And no, Jake I know. Bison. This was like 2005. Okay. okay. We were all making fun of Eric in 2005. Well, hey, listen, I relapsed when I moved to the city and, and I started drinking probably around like 2008. Like mm-hmm. 2007 is when I moved to JP. In 2008, 2009, I started drinking and I didn't. I only worked 20 hours then and I would. We the slip and die the era. slip and die era. Yep. Yeah. Then I started like, I relapsed on veganism and I, I kind of say this as hy- hyperbole, but I was almost eating like pizza like every night for like the, a year the upper crust dumpster does <laughs> the upper crust oh, yeah dumpster. i know yeah that, but that's then, a listen, serious yeah. we had captain nemo's yeah walkaway. nemo's yep. right there we had um what's what's, what's the one the right sometimes, yes, rizzo's? Yeah, exactly. rizzo's. sometimes you just do the pizza Dude, tour. check this out you do the pizza i was tour. a glutton sometimes i would go to like rizzo's and food wall yeah <laughs> and sometimes captain nemo's you yeah. know yeah. <laughs> all in one night and it's you're so one of the few people that i know who can eat two burritos in one sitting oh yeah and um yeah matt calls me fat shit eric but i have a big appetite you know it's like i can eat but sometimes I, I'm trying to not overeat these days and just enjoy a good meal, you know, a good filling meal. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. don't get me started on Taco Tuesday. Oh, dude, fifteen tacos, <laughs> <laughs> fifteen cactus tacos. Yeah, I miss that spot. That was um, I forget the name of it, but it was so good Mexican restaurant. Yeah, now it's a Cuban restaurant. And yeah, at the time we were making slip and die. I heard you guys just watched that recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. obtained a copy. Oh, yeah, was... and it actually, your part was the only part that wouldn't play. <laughs> Eric's part. Yeah, and Skated to Wire, you know, like I said, first time I heard about Wire, too. That was probably my first punk part, and maybe my last. No, one of the fancy that parts was a punk part. Are you familiar with the punk part? That's what I call... When you have skate to a punk song? Well, yeah, but it's also like <laughs> just, but the skating has to match it, but mm-hmm. eh, that skating quite didn't match it. You know, it wasn't a real punk part. Dude, obviously... Jim Greco's Misled Youth is a punk part, you know? Mm-hmm. Ragdolls, Skates of the Saints, that's a punk part. Blackout, but I still will dream of a punk part. Broderick Gumpright's um, Out of body, body Experience, that's a punk part. That's a punk part? Yeah. It's like a half-punk, half-nuggets part, kind of. Yeah. I actually just saw him treasure hunting, and he actually mentioned how to read a book. He was treasure hunting. I love that. And I don't know if you guys... Dude, thanks to the how to, how to read the book... How to read a book crew. Is that what he calls you guys in the yeah. fucking yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like the thank you. Yeah. yeah that big, was like after Fancy Lad existed too. It was like still And Big Zo, he <laughs> mentioned Giant Bob. <laughs> He's like, What was that guy? The big That's so sick. <laughs> it was so sick. He's like, What was the big guy? Oh, Giant Bob. Dude, Giant like, Bob is fucking sick. I like He's... how Foss is friends with Giant Bob. What? Wow. Well, oh yeah. What's I don't your even remember. Giant God. Bob? How are you friends with these knob? What is that? What's that word he says? Uh, knob, knob heads, knob, knob heads, knob gobblers, knob gobblers. Oh, these wee little knob gobblers. <laughs> How do you yeah. know these knob gobblers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's me, Foss. How do you know these knob gobblers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Foss. Yeah, Yelly is a Foss. Great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll have him on sometime. And then you know, just to keep on with the history of Fancy Lad. Yep. Also, Yelly exit Giant Bob. Yelly exit Giant Bob. We missed that. We got to Yelly exit all these names. We're dropping to people. They won't know, but listen. Wait, hey, let me just say giant. Stated to the theme to the blob and how to read a book. Giant Bob Bradford. He was, he'd always talk shit to me, but in, yeah. in a loving way, you know. Listen, this is, this is what the fans like. They like when we have people that are on the team, in the crew, that we are friends with on the podcast. Just shooting the shit, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not, listen, it's not going to get more shit shooting than this, pretty much. We'll Known see. each other for almost two decades yeah we're gonna get to shooting the shit i just you know just for my own sake and my own memory i like mm-hmm. to recount the uh you know just in my head you know the series of events that led up to 
Oh, we're going to make a definitive timeline as well. The fancy lab. There's going to be chronology. I'm good with mem- remembering the years. The fancy lab. I'm good. Yeah. I've been practicing. So what I was saying was in 2009, after we made Slip and Die, mm-hmm. because Eric mm-hmm. and Jake and the other Nick Murray were all living in Sunnyside at the street in JP, I moved into the house. I took Jake's room. Mm-hmm. And then with Linquist, that was the first time I met Linquist. And, uh, I love Linquist. Of course. I didn't love him then, but I, he's grown on me, and I, he's he's just such a good dude. Oh, he's great a, artist, great drummer. And you know, he's, he's got a heart of gold. He really likes yeah, like he's, he's, he's a sweet boy. Yeah. Oh, gotta love him. Yeah. Gotta love Who him. Who doesn't love Linguist, right? People that haven't met him, I guess. They're missing out. They really are. <laughs> yeah. So then with no notice, I moved in in June, and then the, when I once I moved in, Everyone was like, oh, yeah, and the lease is up in September. We're moving out. And I was like, oh, sick. Glad Wait, you only lived here. at Sunnyside for two months? Three months. Three, right? June, summertime. July, August. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I feel like I went to like fucking two dozen parties there. Dude, oh, you did? It was a crazy fucking time, bro. It was really fucking cool. It was really fun. That was the first uh, like friend's uh, house in the city. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, a kid house. Besides Yellow Eggs and uh, mm-hmm. our friend Lael, we go hang out with that Lael, me and uh, Legs, and you know, I, I just uh, remember Dead so, CJ. I just speaking of Dead C- CJ, shout mm-hmm. out um, Yellow Eggs, Yell Sorry, Jorgensen. Uh, I misspoke. Yellow Eggs at Clinton Jorgensen. He's actually the one that came up, little known fact, with my name Humes from my name Bell Humor. I did know mm-hmm. that. You knew it. Yeah. Close friends knew uh, Fisk. You. A lot of people might think, or we might think that Fisk. He always calls me Humes, but um, yeah, he told me. CJ came up with it. And also, another funny memory is, um, yeah, Fisk and CJ came over to that house, and CJ was like, oh, it's so sick, like a kid house? He called it the kid house, because yeah. basically it was like an Alston house, which for those that don't know, that's like where the young, hip people and college students live. And we and lived in Jamaica shows, Plain. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, like the butcher shop or something like that. Yeah, we had punk shows. We fucked that place up, but it was fun, though. It's true. We that didn't get awesome. the security deposit back. No. <laughs> no. No. Come on. That's Wait, worth it, though. But Bigs, though, where That's did we live it. after that? And what What was the video? I was I was drunk all the time, so I don't remember. Did you guys moved to... We moved to Pond Street, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Pond Street. Was yeah. It what, it, Pond and then Mozart after Pond? Right. Yeah. 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 So what I'm trying to say is, is that once we had to be moving out of the house, that's when... Wait, Fisk lived on Pond Street, right? No, Marty and his brother, and oh, Marty and his brother, and Mark Fallon, and Becky, Mark, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and and Link was lived with us as well. Yep, and then same crew migrated to Mozart well, because just, be because we we got threatened to be evicted for making too much noise, even though we actually never even mm-hmm. partied at that time, and. Uh, that was a cool house. Linkus lived in the closet there, too. It's true. Well, actually, I will say this, though. Full disclosure. My drunken footage in the first Fancy Live video was, in fact, filmed at Pond Street. Oh, yeah, that's true. It was, in fact, yeah. filmed there. So, <laughs> so, so that's we where were, the company started. That's, that, that's when it started, because we were filming there. Yeah, we already finished Slip and Die. So. Yeah, and that's when we started filming and just making another video, not knowing it was going to be the Fancy Live video. Then moved to Mozart, and there's footage there. Yeah. And then finally settled with... Sweet Sixto in Spring Park. Hello, hello. Love that man. That's a that was a sick hello, spot. Hello. And the trifecta like was you know created of Fisk, Eric, and myself, mm-hmm. and three with, complete with, weirdos living with, together. Eventually, Link was living in the pantry. Yeah, four weirdos. Yeah, fucked up. That was now, that, that was, was now that was a great. I loved that house. That mm-hmm. was fun. Those mm-hmm. were fun times. First time met Jesse. 
Oh yeah, the uh, first tour we were based yeah. out of that house, right? Yeah, and you, yeah, yeah. I didn't go on that tour, but Je- no, but I, you I came over Jesse the night before, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was his friend's name? I'm slipping. John I, Cattle. I, yeah, John Cattle from uh, Yellow Exit. Uh, what? The white White Trash Skateboards. White Trash Skateboards. Is yeah. he still doing that? I'm not. I think. I'm not, I think I'm so. Sure. I would hope. I so. only met him yeah. that one night, but he, he is a cool. sweet he man. Nice. And that's when we started, and we just knew we were the shit, even though we sucked. <laughs> you got that right. Train hasn't stopped rolling since then. And that what year? That was at 2011, which is 10 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. So I know. Happy 10 year anniversary. Anniversary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Uh, is this the party here? I, I guess so. so. Man, we should have planned for a bigger thing. It's true. I guess we could do a bigger thing. We could have a 10 year anniversary episode. It would have been nice to have a what? vegan cake or something prepared with some nice letters on it written. Man. Well, I got to say that red velvet background in, of Tom's chair and that <laughs> green screen, that's doing it for me. This feels like Christmas. Mm this is great. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, it's <laughs> who doesn't a, love Christmas? Right. It's, you know, Christmas, Christmas colors. What's not to love? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We also filmed, I, I forget if we actually edited, finished editing there or at the new house, but we were filming New Hell at Spring Park. Yeah. We had just started. And I feel like I finished editing it when we moved into Peabody Place with Corden. Yeah. Because I remember Corden being like kind of. A big influence on being much more selective with the footage for that video, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is why yeah, I yeah. think it's a much better video. Oh, absolutely! I love that video than the, only... the first one. New Hell is a great video. Some say it's our best video to date. I tell the kids, is in the ones that are in their twenties, the haven't children. seen the children. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, have you seen my New Hell part? Mm-hmm. I went buck Dear wild. Boy, I ate so much shit then, man. It's fucking just like that's the part I landed on every trick that I tried, mm-hmm. but I ate so I ate shit. I got so hurt in that. Like, my knee, I fucked up my knee in that video really badly. How did you break your arm again? Oh, that was that the first rad. one or the second? Oh, I broke my arm twice. Oh, okay. The first right, one right. was just trying to, I think, impress Vey and Fisk at the Medford Park with Jake. Second try trying to grind up one of those rails mm. before Leo Romero. Yep. I don't even know. It was a skate park rail. It doesn't matter. But, like, yeah, I, I slipped out second try and broke my arm there in 2007. Mm-hmm. And then Rad in 2014, I broke my arm. At the indoor park. And legs drove you to the hospital. Yeah, and I hadn't even taken off my four layers of clothing because that's what you wear in the winter in New yeah. England. And I knew that that shit was bent. Like, And I was like, all right, let's go to the hospital. Let's drug me up and straighten that shit out. And legs is being the great yeah. dude that he is. He drove me to the hospital. Yeah, you guys were, we got there. And as we were walking in, Legs was like, hey, I'm driving Eric to the hospital. Dude, I'm like, well, what's wrong than- with Eric? He's like, he broke his arm. I was like, when? He's like, just now. I, I was, was like, trying what? To- How long have you guys been here? He's like, fucking Kick turning on the vert wall. Yeah. I had, I had too much coffee that day. Way too much. And you know You're what? too excited. You got there. You had, didn't take off all your fucking shit. You have restricted movement. Southie was there, too. Yell exit Southie. And he gave to- you a wedgie when you fell. <laughs> I it, think so. Insult to injury. <laughs> I would think so, yeah. I don't Sorry, I have to do this. Everyone's <laughs> looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Yeah. Southie also, you know, uh gave me my nickname. Big. But um So rad. So rad. You so, know, so- I was gonna say if it wasn't for stealing all those mini D V tapes, um, and also yell exit to legs for pirating the you know, final cut mm-hmm. application. I don't think we could have made those videos, those first couple, because I didn't have anything to edit on. I got to no tell you. No money for tapes. I'm, I got it. I'm not sure, if, but the 
the copy of Final Cut I got was from Corden from years ago. I think that's where Legs even got his. I feel like, or did Legs? He went have on it my from... computer and I watched him. He went on like Pirate Bay and shit. Oh, and uh, would torrent them and had to download Yars, Pirate Bay. Had to Yars. download uTorrent. And there was this annoying fucking thing that popped up every goddamn time I put on my computer from uTorrent, and I was like, Jesus, I hate this thing. But at least I have the programs. <laughs> make sure not to register it. <laughs> That's Arr, true. Make sure not to register. Who knew online? pirates were so computer savvy? You know? Arr, we did. <laughs> and what? And what's with the R's? Why you? Why do you keep saying R before everything? R, it's a speech impediment. It's not polite to ask, boy. <laughs> mm. It has to do with the vitamin C deficiency we all <laughs> suffer from. R, and you, hence all the limes, sir. <laughs> are you saying R as in A R E, like it's the start of a question, or are you saying R as in like R R R R R R R? I'm saying R as in R-R-O-U-R. Oh, oh, okay. R. So you're thinking that we're like a team. R, listen, this is one world, matey, and we're but one species on it. I... On this great vessel called Earth. Oh, sorry, my my I first was... mate here wants to chip in. I was saying, are you a real pirate? Are you? That's beautiful. Uh, 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 okay. All right. Yeah. No. The, okay. Yeah. The jig is up. I'm not actually a real pirate. Yeah. <laughs> what my, the? F- yeah. My name Are is. Are you wearing a suit? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I. You know, that's kind of weird. I was just doing the pirate voice, but I was wearing this suit, and you didn't even notice until I dropped the I pirate looked, I was voice. literally look, looking at you from the neck up, well, and you looked like hoping. a pirate because well, of the chops and everything. And, and then, then the I pirate. looked. And then I moved my head down with my hand, yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, he's wearing a suit. Yeah. Well. All right, well, you know what? I got to go. Yar, it's the scurvy. It's the scurvy, I tells you. You know, I guess scurvy. we'll never figure out what that suited man really had up his sleeve, you know? I think it's the scurvy. Probably the scurvy. Yeah, it's got to be okay. the scurvy. It's got to be right, the scurvy. We got one for the scurvy. We got one for the scurvy. But Eric, let me just say, too, you know, it's just like the Corey Duffel episode that I liked so much. I um, love that episode. When I first became friends with you, you came over my house and... You noticed The Simpsons season five on DVD and started quoting The Simpsons. And that's when I was like, all right, I can be friends with this guy. And I got to say, that's there, how I make all my friends. There was <laughs> that skating and skateboarding and The Simpsons. Dude, I, you know, it's true. I mean, there was a solid, like, I'd say probably four year period where you were just quoting The Simpsons. I actually don't think I ever heard you say anything that wasn't a quote from The Simpsons for four years. Now, you haven't done it for a long time, but I love it because they're always they're always good, nice, deep cuts. I didn't know how to have a conversation with a human being until like a year ago. Like, it was just The Simpsons. And now, yeah. Yeah. Well, season five, that was the golden years. Yeah, absolutely. Is that your favorite? Is that your pick? Yeah, it's that's just the... That's that's just that is that is cream cuts. of the cop. Yeah, that, that, cream of the cop. Can we like mention an episode just to get the the what's old your favorite going? episode? Yeah, what's no, season well, five. Well, what's your? Why, what? It's no, I need a prompt because I don't even remember. It's like, what, but if you give me a, it would like trigger a memory and I'll know for sure. Like, um, is the bowling episode? No, it's like that's not stone cutters. That's all seven. Well, Cape, well, Cape Fear is the first one that pops in my mind where uh, the Cape Fear. Fear parody with uh, Sideshow Bob. Oh, I don't know about that. And he, you know, has the yeah, classic yeah. scene stepping on all the ladders. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Sideshow yeah, Bob. That's an incredible episode. And it's funny. I was looking at my sketchbook and I just 
fucking copied the Simpsons style, you know, when I draw cartoon characters and I was like, had drawn this family and I wrote, you know, obviously ripping off Matt Groening and it's like, I wrote the Simpsons and mm-hmm. I was fucking looking at it this morning and I was just like, dude, remember that I was talking to myself, Eric, remember the Thompsons? And mm-hmm. that was from that episode, yep. the Thompsons witness witness relocation program. I Tom, think he's remember talking that? Talking to you now. When you say when I tap you and hit you on the leg, you nod and say yes, Mister Thompson, or no, yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> hello, Mister Thompson. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Classic Cape stuff. Fear. It's been Classic a while. Stuff. It's been I a while. I think that the was the uh, the boxing episode in season five too? No, or... that was later. That was like season eight. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to refer back to that book, the mm-hmm. um, complete guide to every season. I was like telling Linquist, uh, like it's at my parents' house. I still leave it there because I don't want to bring it in this like end up throwing it in the free bookshelf or whatever. Be like, mm-hmm. I don't need this because that's actually like I took a pic on my phone. I sent to Linquist like the Bible. This every episode up. To All right, Bard of Darkness though that had to be season five. No, nah, that was probably six or seven. I wish Is I that knew. six. Okay. Well, about, what know. about Bart's girlfriend? Maybe six, but there, you know what? Actually, oh, I know a lot it. of you okay, purists. Gonna, you guys gonna... are four and five. I think just dude, anything season up to seven and eight, it's all golden. But you know, I do too. But I, we were just talking about this with Duffel. I feel like he was on the same assumption that four, five, and six are the best ones where it peaked, and that it went downhill after that. But I also agree that seven and eight are golden. I think seven and eight are also golden. And I then think eight, I think nine takes a turn. I think eight is the first season that isn't like more than like 90% perfect. I think it's the first one that's like there are a few in there that aren't. Bark gets an Bark. elephant. That's a good one. Bark gets an elephant. I do like Bark gets an elephant. That mm-hmm. one is good. I do like Stampy. And then they reference it in a later episode. I want to get an elephant. You d- you already had one. You did. Yeah. His name was Stampy. You loved him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> I like in uh, the one episode, too, where... Okay, Mr. Plow. That's got to be the season five. Oh, you five. have the book here? Right here. All right. Thank you, Tom. All right, Mr. Plow. Park that's got to be season elephant, five, right? <laughs> Quick <laughs> comic <laughs> Open draw. right into right. it. Oh, my God. That is perfect. <laughs> Let me read you a story. It's but got you know, a little profile. <laughs> this isn't the Simpsons podcast, right. you know, even though that's I true. wish that it were. But well, I guess still... last thing, I love in the one episode where... You remember when Burns gives that gift that's like a giant like tiki head? Yeah. And then they go down to the basement for something. I I forget what it is. I think and it was then... like a Mesoamerican like that's like the ancient like civilizations in Central America it was like one of their like Olmec or Aztec sculpture or something, yeah. but yeah. Is that season 5? First of all, I don't hear Nick Big Zo take a look. And uh and then a later episode it pops up just in the background uh in the basement. All right. New kid on the road, Mr. Mr. Plow. F O eight. Yeah, we're looking through a uh, the I just need to I just need to know to I just need family. to know Treehouse of Horror. Why does it not tell you which season it is? Ninety two. Eric. Alright, yes. this is pissing me off. This is pissing me off that it doesn't <laughs> tell you what season it is. And this is the one I was talking about with the girlfriend, the new kid on the block. That's a great episode. That's Eric, this is okay. We're we're wasting precious podcast time because I can't figure <laughs> out what season it is. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to return to this. You and have we'll to tell rewatch how to read a book. You know, I'd be happy to like start another podcast with you guys, just in, t- exclusively Simpsons related. Just too. exclusively us trying to read this this Simpsons book. <laughs> All right, let's let's start over on the Fancy Lad podcast, and we're back on the Fancy Lad podcast. Oh, we are back, and that was a good. Uh, 
that was a break or something. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was definitely deviating from the, uh, you know, the, the status quo. Let's oh, say. my God. Status quo. Matchstick men. And we are here with our special guest, Eric Humes. Hi, Eric. Excuse me. This isn't coffee talk with Big Zoe, is it? Oh, my God. No. You know what? I think it's actually <laughs> a little uh Clown shoes time with Big Zo. Oh my God! But you know what? For time's sake, we're just going to play the coffee talk with Big Zo theme. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk, talk! It's coffee talk with Big Zo. Thieves, balance, fur grinders. And we're back with uh, another episode of Coffee Talk with Big Zo. Sorry, I got a cramp. I, I had a nuts but oh man, <laughs> it is. Oh. It is good to be back. Yeah. And we got a very special episode today. Very special episode because we're talking about the uh, the Space Cupcake IPA brought to you by Clown Shoes Brand Beer. Mm. And this is a limited release. Okay. So, oh, damn. Eric doesn't have one himself. Uh, I'll tell you what I do have is a Clown Shoes Mango Farm okay. IPA with mango. All right. Well, you know what? It's lovely. Eric, take... Just real quick, just take a sip of the take a sip of the beer with me and just swish it around your mouth a little bit. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. okay. Those notes. What are you getting? Probably mango, right? Oh yeah. Yep. Mango, capsicum. <laughs> How's the mouth feel? It's, it's, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's tasty. Mm-hmm. It's refreshing. Mm-hmm. All of the above. Now, you know, what I love about the Clown Shoes beer so much mm-hmm. is that it's got such a good carbonation to it. It's like there's a party going on in my mouth. And everyone's invited. <laughs> Took the bait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, the carbonation is really nice. You know, but oh, there we go. And, you know, let me just sip on this real quick and see how it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fucking delicious. That is rich. And when I look to clown shoes for carburation, mm-hmm. I like okay. to think of myself as a clown shoe on top of a cupcake. And that's not just because that's what I'm looking at. at uh-huh. Can? Uh-huh. I think it tastes like apricot and flowers. Oh boy! Mixed with hop and oh. sweet cupcakes. Sweet, sweet, sweet cupcake. Oh, I love sweet cupcakes. Oh god, I love it so much. I love sweet cupcakes. Yeah, I'm not as much of a beer guy. This is a lot tougher to do than coffee. I know it is really tough. Hey, but you know what? We tried. We did. Try grab Erica Fresh Brew. Listen, I know that there's fruity notes in these. Mm-hmm. I just can't tell you what fruits they are, and you know. I'm guessing. No, oh, hold on. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's not really citrusy. It's more like a earthy fruit, like maybe a uh, potato. You know what? I'm, like gonna, I'm guessing that's it's a com- vegetable. I'm guessing there's a kumquat in there somewhere. <laughs> Kumquats are good. They're they're bitter. They're, I think they are they they're citrus fruit, right? You know, I think I only had it once. I actually just they're, tried they're a, a dragon fruit for the first time, Eric. How was that? It was great. It was like a kiwi, but it was like huge. It was black and white instead of green and black, you know? Okay. Where did you get it? Whole Foods. Okay. 
dragon fruit. I, think I, I cut it in half and I just scooped it out with a spoon and it was fantastic. Oh, that sounds that sounds awesome. Thank you. Anyway, hey, that was one hell of an episode of Coffee Talk with Big Zo. Thank you so much. Talk, talk, talk. It's Coffee Talk with Big Zo. Beans, balance, burr grinders. And we are back. Oh, man. And you know what? It's difficult to do Coffee Talk without coffee. Yeah, it's true. But, you know, at least we tried. We did try, and at least we got to do we got to do Clown Shoes Talk. Mm-hmm. Love the theme song. Yeah, that you tell him on the on the theme song. That, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And again, I gotta stress again, same theme song as it's the coffee, coffee talk. talk. Eric, sometimes when you're asking questions, it almost sounds like you have an English accent. Well, I There's do. No, talk, was that you? No, on the, uh, on the that, theme song. No, was that you? Love on that theme I song. Don't that? know if you're quite aware, but we're in New England, Big Zo. This is New England, so I have an English accent. It's a New England accent. My it's a new dear English boy, accent. this is a new England accent. <laughs> Oi, new- I think I bloody know where the hell we are in New England. Oh. Hello, love. Would you like to come down to New England? It might be check out all new accent, don't we? Now, Tom, is it your uh, Michael Caine accent? It sounds like you're a Michael Caine. Wait a minute. What? That is Michael Caine. <laughs> Hello, Michael. How are you? Hello there, Eric. I'm- have been nice to see you. Well, I haven't seen you for quite some time. Nice. This is nice to see you here on the Fancy Land podcast. Nice to see you as well, Michael. Thanks for having me here. You know, it was very lovely also to see you earlier at Stony Brook. Well, I saw you do some very lovely tray flips. Thank you, mate. Appreciate that. Well, gotta go. Now, why does everybody always fly away when they have to leave? I feel like there might be something with the, the gravity in the studio. I think you're Woo! right. Oh, wait a minute. Come back. Oh, wait. I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, how, did I, how did I get back so quick? That's I true. was up. We had a ba- we had a bungee banshee on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we knew you were going to try oh, to pull some, <laughs> some sneaky business. Yeah. Well, I'm back. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am back. Oh, yeah. Eric's back. Thank goodness. Yeah, he's great. got one of those nice trays where he flicks up. You know, it's a lot different from my tray. It's kind of, it's, I mean, I didn't, Corey Duffel's probably like a, two years older than me, but it's kind of like a Corey Duffel one. I didn't even know that. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's, he's another one, a Caswell Berry. He mm-hmm. d- sort of, sometimes, I don't know, he's got an interesting one, Mark Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. There's certain ones I've like analyzed and being like, it's like makes me feel like less insecure about it. Like, oh yeah, they don't flick it out the whole way. Like you, Josh Kalis, mm-hmm. Jason Lee, Ethan Fowler. There's so many good tray flips. Well, I'm more impressed with like, Gonz's trays or his kickflips. Oh, oh yeah, the like, flip goes back. The kickflip over the Gonz gap. Incredible. It's just so wild that it's like when what? I kickflip something, it's like you know when I let's say I'm going to kickflip the five, mm-hmm. and we've seen it. I'm a big fan of Big Zo kicking kickflipping a five. So- yeah, listen, I'm an even huger fan of Big Zo just straight up kicking the five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna kick. Past the nose, so it's you know the board matches up with my feet, and you know it's calculated. But the Gons flip is just so wild; it's like you just gotta pray that the board matches back up with you because of that mobbed kick flip. Well, the way it. he flips it is like the way I would like, like kind of the way I would bail a kick flip down a set. You know what I mean? Just like, or just like a half-assed attempt. Like when you go to like try something, and you're like, I didn't even fucking lift my my legs or like i didn't flick out you know it just like kind of like eh, see eh, don't no follow through you know mm-hmm. eh. 
I don't even yeah. think it's like flick. It's like it's like a bicycle technique. Yeah, Greco <laughs> in the house. <laughs> it's like riding a bicycle. Your foot goes back. It goes in a circle. It's no there's no flicking motion. The king of mob. That's a that's actually a really good analogy. The whole bicycle thing. Like it's like, yeah, it's like the leg does that sort of forward motion, but it goes back so quick and. But I don't know how that results in a flipping of the skateboard. So yeah. That's unexplainable. Well, to me. <laughs> it does if it's you get it up to a point and then you can just flip it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that is like a mob. But the, the reason people flick out, obviously, is so they can start flicking it on the way yeah. up. I'm a, I'm a big fan of flick in skateboarding, you know? And obviously, oh, Big Zoe has one of the best we've of all noticed. time. I mean, when you think. Thank you. You're Thank you, Eric. I do pride myself on my kickflips. But. Um, yeah, when you think about the Rodney Mullen invented the kickflip and he's got a mobbed kickflip. Interesting, yeah. So maybe he's doing it the right way. And God, we've been fooled all this time. Man. Andrew Reynolds is actually doing it the wrong way. Do not let the boss hear this. We won't. That's true. I definitely don't let the chef hear this. Yeah. No, we've blocked the boss from all uh, social media accounts. By the way, I am a big fan of the chef. Mm-hmm. That's a great pronunciation, too, by the way. The chef. The chef. I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Yeah, it's like so obvious. It's like so we call low hanging fruit here. Yeah, cooking and skateboarding. It's like I've lived the kitchen life. I know all about chefing. The chef. I wish I was the chef. I, I was a dishwasher for a while, but yeah, Jamie Thomas, right? Is that who you're talking about? Oh, Is yeah. it okay to say that name? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Love Jamie. Thomas. Let me text Dane real quick. Bamman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dane Bamman. Love right. that. Love Eric, that. quick. Top five favorite skaters. Go. Ethan Fowler, Jeff Rowley, Ed Templeton, Donnie Barley, and Billy Davis. Wow. Do Hell yeah. Throw in a wow. local. Also, man. And you know, you got to say yell exit Billy Davis. Yell Billy Davis, Billy some Davis. of the greatest backside flips. Talk ever. about flick, bro. Talk oh about my flick. God. I saw him. Absolute proper. And he still fucking rips. And frontside flips, too. I, oh, saw, yeah. him, oh, I saw him flick a frontside flip down the five, like first try. Dude, I was listen. Like, Holy yeah, shit. We... Listen, listen. I, I, listen. He's got all the flicks. I saw him. I saw him. Learn kickflip crooked grinds. Oh my god! And you would not think he just learned kickflip crooked grinds. They were fucking textbook perfect. Guy knows what he's doing, but his backside mm-hmm. flips are mwah. so yeah. good. They're perfect. So I guess Eric, what I have to ask you is, what the hell were we even thinking when we started Fancy Lab? I don't think we were thinking, and that was the fucking beautiful thing about it. You know? Well, that, well, here's the thing: we were th- weren't thinking. In a traditional sense, but then we were thinking, because we put a lot of thought into it, I think. Did we not? I think you did. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think the thought was just to be open to this sort of endless possibility of... And the possibilities, if you can grasp it. Mm -hmm. I was actually getting my vaccination. I think I was telling you, uh, like, right next to that spot, you know, like a month ago, where where Big Zoe does the uphill line. In his first part. But, like, even with that, oh, up the hill what I'm trying yeah. to say is being, like, be really, right. really careless yeah. and have this yeah. sort of disregard of, you yeah. know, what if people up are going to like the video or not, It'll you know? Right. Stop worrying about whether people are going to like it and just start just fucking around with it, you know? I love that. Yeah, and it's just, like, break the rules. Do two tricks in a row. Do fucking ten tricks in a row. Or sh- show the same trick in two variations. Two fakey flips. Do a bunch. Fizz told me to do that. He's like, that's naughty. Or people are going to talk. Or like, exactly. I just did it because he told me to. But, like, yeah. yeah. It's, ex- it's, it's 
cool, you know. I don't know. Other other people started to tap into that a little bit, but like it is weird it like, when you're skating with Fisk and he goes, "Ew, that's naughty." <laughs> he did yeah. say the word naughty, which is the name of the crooked <laughs> video, one of my favorite videos of all time. Uh-huh. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> but <laughs> ew, that's naughty. Do but because the only media of that skateboarding that you would see at the time was in videos, you know, the it being packaged and formatted with something that was going to upset people for not being as good or not supposed to, you know, be in there because of the standard, you know, or entertain the hell out of them. It went both ways. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. Well, that was the thing is that we always talked about was the rewatchability factor. Yeah. We're like, as long as it's rewatchable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it was right. Is it Tom? It's rewatchable, right? Oh, absolutely. You've watched it more than once, right? Wait, are we talking about any of the fancy lad videos? Yeah, especially the early ones. Yeah, no. Shit. Maybe. Yeah, no, of course, dude. I have multiple copies of, especially the, of, of, uh, obviously FL1, aka not the new Coliseum video, aka not the new tweak video, aka this is not Fear how you fabrics. learn not to read a book. But if you wanted to learn how to read a book here, I can give you a video that you could watch. Wait, do but Fear of Fabrics was a reference to Eric Zankowski having a Fear of Fabrics. Right? Yeah, he didn't want to sleep over at Sunny's head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't like some fabrics I don't like. You know, I don't like microfiber cloths. Those are way too fucking cling on your skin. But you kind of want a velvet uh, bed sheet, don't you, Tom? <laughs> I only sleep in silk, to be honest. Okay. With I'm you. more of a polyester man myself. And not even a silk sheet, but like a full, like fully freshly wrapped silk cocoon. That I make every night. <laughs> and I chew my way out of every morning. But, you know, I, Eric, I think my favorite part of yours might be the FL3 part. Call me crazy. Thank mm. you. You know, actually, aside from the new hell, because I say that's like the gnarliest that I got. But, like, I actually kind of agree. And I want to know why you think that. Because I have my own reasons. But I would like to know. I don't know. Maybe it's just. Uh, maybe it's how the song kind of works with it. Sex game children. That yeah. was a band. Yeah. It was a gnarly song. You know, for me, it does it that I had homies in the part. I had legs, Zacker, mm-hmm. tricks, and then it went back to my tricks. Yep. And I was like so stoked on having the homies in the part. And then Especially it went legs. Back. The good Dude, homies. that was so great. I mean, yeah, and Zacker. I mean, two fucking legs. legends, honestly. And was there any other homies? I feel bad for saying especially legs because the other guy is Zacker. And it's fucking Those are Zacker. He's two of the greatest legend. artists. Like, it, like, absolute, like, Graced with their presence, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Legs is just a, a tech genius, you know, of being physically capable on a skateboard. And absolutely. Zacher is a conceptual genius. Oh, just, yeah. Absolutely. You know, both great artists, to... though. Both incredible, exactly. inc- amazing artists. Two different sides of the brain, though. Mm-hmm. Was there anybody else in that part that I feel like I thought there was another friend? I trick. can't remember. But then it went back to my tricks because I actually, like, by the way, Abe helped me out a lot because I, like, got my last, like, eight tricks that like, I filmed with him. At that time, when he mm-hmm. had moved into the compound, Orange Man, mm-hmm. Yell Exit, Abe Dubin. We don't talk about oh, him sorry. anymore <laughs> because he he decided to start his own podcast. I forget. Yeah, the... I kind of decided to start my own. Podcast. I remember I the, see the I value remember... in it now that I see your success. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Love the guy. Best. I remember when we were editing it, though. I remember that there was this su- there was this one clip of Colin McKay that I sampled that you didn't <laughs> want in the part. <laughs> was I it... just want to ask why. Okay, was it like at the beginning of the part? Because it's in the video. I think it right? was. Yeah, I think it was. He like, does something in the with intro. his. 
hand or flips the hand flips, flips I don't the board. know. Yeah, that's from Tony Hawk uh, Trick Tips Volume Two. Do you hate know. Colin McKay? Right? Is that not volume at two? all? <laughs> Colin McKay, man, dude, backtail big spins on a fucking vert ramp. Mm-hmm. Dude, he took ledge tricks to vert coping like backtail. Backtail big spin is the one that I think of. Like he does the big spin and he skips the vert on the way in, like all the way to the bottom and he catches it. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, like Colin McKay. I love the Red Dragons. Oh, dude, Red Dragons. The heart of a shock. Moses Iconin. Shock hot. Paul Macnow. <laughs> dude, Paul Macnow. Fucking gnarly. tech legend. He was gnarly tech, too. He, yeah, he is gnarly Moses, tech. Yeah. He is gnarly tech, for sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, that, that was in there. But um, what else? Yeah, that was a great video. That song was just hard hitting, but it was also just, like, chaotic. So, like, I, that was, it was a good part because it was, like, that's a punk part. That was, like, that yeah. song was punk, but it wasn't, like, straight like normal punk part so it's like i remember you, ca- and i chaos. remember you have that line which line with the crooked grind where abe turns the <laughs> the camera and i remember uh cordon seeing that and just scoffing <laughs> at it so hard i actually like, kind of been oh, into that what who you... the hell film that <laughs> yeah what did you think of that did you i liked it i liked you it know, too. i'm all for the experimental filming yeah well we were we were probably like influenced by matt and gene doing weird things yeah right? exactly Yellow, yeah, like twisting the camera. Got it. Thank you, Eric. You're welcome. Getting high, you know. <clears throat> you know. Camera view wise. Getting crazy camera. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, camera. and you, Fisk, you Fisk started just whipping it around like a fucking goddamn airplane. You got to do that for a guy like me with my normal ass skating. You got to like give it some flavor. You know, like I'm doing standard tricks, so it's like. But you're the really style well, guy, Eric. Thank That's you, what bro. I always said. I appreciate. Thank you, bro. I know, I, dude. I think you're my like the, pretty good. You're like the straight man. Thank you, bro. you know. Crooked grinds, board sides. I'm saying, obviously, you're you know you're one of you're, you're one of the dude, funnier you're the people Stevens I've ever met. On the team, you know? dude. I was a good skater. I looked up to him a lot. But the thing is, is this skateboarding though? I, I got kind of weird because everybody was getting weird at that time, you know. Which I like. That's actually, like that part a lot. I like that video. I like flings. Yeah. I was gonna tell you, there's this new genre of skating I made up called soul flinging. Nice. Dude, fucking yeah. soul skating. You go and just fucking fling your board and shit. Like <laughs> Don't even you, film like it. Like when you flung the board today and it went over the fence into the ice rink. That was soul flinging. That was some soul that flinging. Some soul yeah, flinging. soul skating, soul flinging. Well, yeah. if, you, if you want to do something like that for your next part, I have two banjos and a closet full of blouses, <laughs> so we could definitely like fucking make something happen. Better now, 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 soul flinging. Soul flinging. Actually, that sounds pretty. That's like a Yell Exit Weisternaut song. <laughs> they would be fucking rip it. I love the Weisternauts. I only saw them once. Awesome. At that um, porch fest in the backyard, but it was a great show. They're one of my favorite live bands to see. They're mm. absolutely fantastic. Also, Yell Exit, Mark Weiss, OG Clown Shoes Hookup. This is a big Yell Exit episode. I love Mark I'm Weiss. Loving I'm, I'm, we're, I'm we're loving so, giving we're Yell Exit. We're celebrating the, uh, the history of the company here. <sighs> Man. With Eric as a guest. I'm loving it, you know? It's great. It's great yeah. having it. Hey, remember when we all went to the zoo last year with Mar- courtesy of Mark Weiss? That, that was How great. fun that was, was that, dude? Dude, How that was, was honestly... That? That was and great. that was like... That was like still <laughs> pandemic, yeah. you know, but it was like, what was the end of last summer? So it was probably like August? September, o- uh, It was August, like late yeah. August. Yeah. And it was like the, I think it was the last day of August because <clears throat> I think the tickets expired in September. Anyways, place is completely empty. Yep. Few other people. They had fucking that beautiful display, all those like crazy paper. Yeah, like, that was uh, so rad. Sculptures oh. of, of different animals and shit and that. The, the archway was it, a, was it a was it a whale or a shark that you walked through? That I don't was know. Like there was a, that really cool arch, and it was like green and pink and like yeah. orange and all these cool extravagant colors. And they had that snake. Yeah, we saw a fucking that snake was lion, cool, dude. Yeah, that yeah. shit was cool. How trippy was that? Because we were like, how there's like a 
lions and giraffes living and like half a fucking, mile from and, our apartment and kangaroos, kangaroos and just like all yeah that was yeah was yeah fun. especially the giraffes giraffes are huge and don't get me started on the fact that they filmed the zookeeper with starring kevin james at that oh my they God, filmed so. that at franklin park zoo yeah yeah like and they park. also filmed didn't they also film that other zoo video or the i'm not not a zoo video and not a zoo york video we, we ain't talking we ain't here talking sky pager Mm-hmm. On the face of that podcast, although little and mixed it, maybe soon, maybe soon, this. maybe soon on a on Twitch or YouTube or something, we will maybe. be doing that. But maybe. anyhow, uh, there was like a Matt Damon movie, I think it's like called like We Bought a Zoo. I think it's literally called something like that. Is, <laughs> oh that, is that ringing a bell? I, I do not know. Actually. Yeah, and it, the not... sound of that bell hurts, Tom. Please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's a ringing in my ear. I don't know if I'm ever gonna yeah, yeah, feel I'll from this ringing. <laughs> Ah, my ears. Eric, what's your favorite Boston-based movie? Oh, dude, I'm going to have to fucking get nerdy as shit right now and just tell you um, The Friends of Eddie Coyle. It's from the 70s. Have you ever seen it? I have not seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah, I actually, like, rode my bike to Brattle Theater to watch it, like, in the summer of 2018 because people or some I had heard of it for a long time. Yeah. The Friends of Eddie Coyle. They filmed it at... They filmed it in Dedham, actually, which is not even in Boston. It's like the town. Close enough. Yeah, close right, enough. Right, right, right. Yeah, and they, they filmed some of it down at the, what's the, where the Celtics play, like Boston Garden, mm-hmm. which is, has a different name now. but um, TD Garden. Yeah, TD Garden. Um, Yeah, the Friends of Eddie Coyle. It's like a, I don't know, some mobster shit, but um, it's an obscure 70s film. But what else is there for Boston movies? The Town. You got Mystic River. Depotted. You got The Departed. Goodwill Hunting. You got, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill you got Hunting. Boondock Saints. I like The Departed. I My love personal Jack, Jack favorite, Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Celtic Pride. I was going to say that, actually, because oh, yeah. I like Celtics. Oh, yeah, yeah, you do like <laughs> I told basketball. You I like ba- I'm, yeah. a, I'm a born-again basketball fan, you know? Mm. I actually like basketball So sick. So sick. Tough so man likes sports, so does Aaron. Hum- humans like sports, so sick. <laughs> Tough man can't breathe, so sick. <laughs> uh, Celtic pride. I've actually never seen that. What film. is it about the basketball that you like so much, Eric? Is it um, the bouncing? It's the bouncing, the jumping, the spinning, the passing, the dancing. It's like skateboarding, but it's like it's not because you know you're confined to that spot. Yeah. You're not you're not free, but it's like and you're working with other people. It's a rad like teamwork and camaraderie, but it's also like there's so much like style and like personality, and there's like trash talking and shit. And it's like I was watching some recently, and like dudes say shit like you don't hear them if you're at unless you're at the game, but like they get up in their face. It's like it's dramatic. It's like watching a movie. There's so many emotions and levels to it. Yeah, mm. people like watching this fighting. Like a, That's why yeah. people like watching hockey. But the same type of basketball. Let alone boxing, but, you know. Yeah, check this out. Basketball is like skating because there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of maneuvering in so many different ways. They're not wearing pads. It's, like, stripped down. It's not like hockey or football. Yeah. And it's, like, there's just so many ways that they move and twist their bodies and, like, get to the fucking goal, which is, you know, the basket. You know, you yeah. got to get that ball. <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the goal? It's the basket? Yeah, the net. Um, It's, like, a home run. Tom. You didn't know that? <laughs> That's wait. It's like it's like scoring a home run. That makes sense. I was always wondering. I was like, these guys are spending a lot of fucking time and expending so much effort into getting <laughs> the ball through that hole over there. I don't know why they're not just crossing the line there. You just got to cross the line, then you get a point. Yeah. Well, a three pointer is kind of like a I think that's, flip. that's probably why like most people flip. like it is because it's like Woody Allen said in one of those movies is that it's actually real. It's not like a, a show where everything's fake. You know. It's real, but it's also there's I don't know. It's like, can you say that about skating? It's like, well, it's I real, was, but it's also acting. Yeah, it's kind of like skating. But I was gonna say, if basketball's like skating, then consider us the motherfucking Harlem Globetrotters. 
I love the Harlem Globetrotters. I think I saw them when I was a kid, too. <laughs> Keep going. It's fine. I was going to lay down a beat. Wait, is that? That's Sweet Georgia Brown. Tom, I'm wondering right now. You expect me to freestyle? I don't know what you want to hear. Something about basketball. Something about jazz. Gonna improvise. Do it with pizzazz. What do you want to hear? Let's talk about 360 Nah, we already done that. So yeah, we would be like the Harlem Globetrotters. True. Trick shots. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They, like- they are great, though. I'm saying because we are in a league of our own. It is true. That's we are in a league of That's Gina Davis. Oh, Gina Davis, dude, absolutely. Tom Hanks. Rosie O'Donnell. But Madonna. Maduna. <laughs> Don't but even say it. Maduna. 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 Do not say. But I got to say. Madu not. Right, as far as like watching sports goes, it's got to say it's a lot easier these days than it was when we were younger. Right, because I'm betting money on the game and it makes it interesting. And you I have, don't know you about that. I hope I really. Yeah, I hope I really. No, but through like, here. Uh, but I remember, <laughs> like, when I was younger, this. watching like hockey at my uncle's, or watching like my dad watching uh, what he would call football, but you know, it's soccer. soccer. Yeah, football, and it was extremely boring because it's just a big. It's a wide shot of a fucking whole rink or pitch or whatever fucking game you're watching so it's the whole thing but since then the cameras all fucking get in there you actually see the action hockey is super fun to watch now same mm. with same with fucking football not, not american football but i mean it probably is if you're interested in that but yeah oh you're saying because the filming advanced and they got closer and yes but figured out how to capture it the reason i'm telling you this that filming the way that they filmed that shit was invented for the first x games for a way to film people skating the vert ramps. So they created a way to rig just like wires or cables across. And they have cameras that just like run on little like, you know, pulley dollies that like are up there. And then they just applied that to all sports and put those in stadiums and shit. Mm-hmm. So they have cameras that are just like all across the fucking top of the field or the rink or whatever. And you get way more fucking shit, you know? Yeah. So like before, I was watching like fucking hockey with my uncle and couldn't even couldn't even tell where the puck was. That's the that's the discouraging thing about hockey is like yeah, it's the puck is so fucking small, it's like hard yeah. to see. It's like, but now it's all HD and the camera's all up in. They there get the fisheye in you there. Get to in go- there, dude. Yeah, exactly. You know, speaking like, of, I was, <laughs> I noticed because I just watched the uh, the Skate John trailer because we. They're coming out with an anniversary video, and they asked for a bunch of different skate crews to s- submit to give to make edits for the video. Yep. And I noticed that everything looked amazing except for our footage because we were the only <laughs> ones who filmed on VX, and it looked like a piece of shit next to that other footage. Yeah, everyone else is on the fucking that HD shit. Yeah, which you know is. That's fine. I what feel- does HD stand for? Is that home dynamics? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so you knew. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't even know why you So asked. I guess, you know, our, at least our edit's going to stand out in the Skate John uh, video because it's so, so sick. out of step. Well, it's not out of step with Fancy Light. Everything's with been, the world. been fucking VX so far. Yeah. And, you know, maybe one day it won't be, but who knows? Hey, didn't you your know? boy Beagle used to say, 
like judgment day when he was only vx and he, i don't think he like used to say it was like gonna be judgment day when he like had to give up the vx but now he's hd no i don't know something like that i mean we'd love to stay with vx as long as possible but you know there's that whole tape shortage everyone knows how to record onto vx without a tape now that shit's not gonna be possible to find it's all you know but i mean we got time we can always we can just put fresh time code on all our old tapes, just reuse them. I'd like to try to still use the V. I no, I would like to go HD, still use the VX, and then just start also just downgrading and filming with like really. I mean, I've I've been doing that. A yeah. lot of that footage in Clown Box was with a really shitty Digicam, but even more so with a camcorder and just mix all these cameras together. Is what I would like to do. Well, dude, we got, the, we got the Tweak 5 cam. It's all fucking set up. It's got a little rig for the fisheye. Because mm-hmm. you get different... Depending on the, the camera you're using, Yeah, people are differently motivated. So you get a, a, a very variety of footage out of which camera you're using. So that's a little insider tip. Oh, that's true. I mean, if you pulled out an HD cam, I'm, You're not, saying I'm not even stepping on my board. No. <laughs> Why not? Well, because the only thing I'm going to do is Because you can see what he's doing the... so well. Yeah. It's like, well, what the hell's going on? That, here? you know, we don't want women and children screaming in fear when they watch the video. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. Unless that's what we're going for. Exactly. Unless you're making like, you know. We're in a theater. We're in a theater. You got to be quiet. Here's We're some at Twizzlers. a skate video premiere. Okay, Timmy? Oh you God. need to be quiet. Yeah. You need to settle down. Mm-hmm. Just Shush. relax. Listen to your two mommies. Take a breath. Mm-hmm. Think that it's summer. Yep. You don't have school. Yep. You don't have to worry about homework. <sighs> okay. But also, it's just reruns of I Dream of Jeannie all summer. Ah! <laughs> oh, quit being a fool. You love I Dream of Jeannie. I do. <laughs> it's good. I love it. Tom asked me if they could remake one show now. What would it be to reboot it? And I said Taxi. I don't know if I've ever actually seen an episode of that. Andy mm. Kaufman, though, right? You should. Yeah. Andy, Andy Kaufman, Kaufman Lloyd, Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. It's a great show. Yeah. I love the movie about Andy Kaufman. It's such a good movie. Yeah, Man on the Moon. Oh, Taxi yeah. the movie. Taxi the Taxi movie. Driver? Oh, taxi yeah. Driver. Yeah. yeah, Taxi Driver. Yeah. That's oh, you mean one. Taxi Man. <laughs> Oh, taxi man! <laughs> taxi Take boy, me by the hand, <laughs> shave a mohawk. Yeah, taxi boy, yeah. taxi boy. Yeah, oh, it's me, the taxi boy, <laughs> reporting for service. So, what what other uh, TV shows did you watch besides The Simpsons? And I know you're going to say Seinfeld, but I want to hear besides Seinfeld. I, I know, know there's a third. There's got to be a third TV show. I don't know the Andy Griffith show. Oh, is man, that doing that's... something for you? I love the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> no, yeah. listen, I actually went through like a phase of watching that like TV land. Mm-hmm. You know, the old old shows like Andy Griffith show. Um... I was just saying the other day how I missed the block party summers. That was that was the best. Was that on was TV like... land? Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, Nick at Night TV or TV. That was TV land was Nick at Night. It's the same. All thing. in the they family. All... Andy yeah. Griffith show. The Jeffersons. Yeah. Saturday Night Live. Live. <laughs> Black Flag TV. Monday party. Night Football. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Jeffersons. So we, got a, we got a punk rocker over here. Mm-hmm. Black Flag TV Party. Repo Man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But um, yeah, what other TV shows? Jeez. Ah, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, Family yeah. Matters. Home Improvement. Oh, dude, I just yeah. dabbled in like uh-huh. whatever was on, but like nothing like 
spoke to me like obviously like the simpsons and then How later on it? seinfeld you know obviously yeah. all that other stuff is just filler those are on yeah. separate nights you they, know what dude I mean? they, check this out this is obscure this is really like a deep cut i used to watch this show get smart it was on tv land it was like such mm-hmm. a corny do you know the one? Oh, i know get Big smart they yeah, remade it into a, a yeah, major with that motion dude picture from the office yeah. i'm not gonna yell x <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't know why you would he doesn't need it <laughs> no but listen my uncle my, so my uncles were huge get smart fans <laughs> it's so, so corny like, it's so i i knew corny. all about get smart before i ever even saw an episode of which course probably was when i was hey, like check it out. seven of There's... course the sacred cows it was like this like um the evil, uh, the evil geniuses had like been masquerading as like this mm-hmm. countercultural band called the Sacred Cows. Yeah, it was Agent. What was the fuck? Is it, it was it, Get Smart's name? And he had that. Hot... Oh, Steve Carell. Oh yeah. shit! No, we said no we in the original. Say him. Oh yeah. shit! Don't no, but it was just that dude. I forget his name. I used to like know his name. Him and he had that like hot sidekick. And and Maxwell. She Smart. was like, yeah, Maxwell Smart, and he had that sidekick, and yeah, it was. It I was believe you a... said hot sidekick. Yeah, she, oh, she was yeah. a hot sidekick. Yeah, she was. Do you care to elaborate on that? Agent, whatever they had like certain names like Agent sixty eight, Agent sixty nine. It was like, oh wait, yeah, wait, it was wait like, go back to that I, one. I, I, I want to hear more about that. Yeah. I want to hear more about that. Can you elaborate on Agent sixty nine, yeah. Eric? It was Maxwell Smart? Wait, but slower. <laughs> oh yeah, Agent sixty nine. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, there we go. No, but the Sacred Cows. I, I, I remember that show. Get Smart. I used to watch that when I would come back from the skate park. Mm. That slippery skate park in Milford. Yeah, the I cows. used to watch a lot of Columbo with my grandmother. That was a good show. Did you watch the Andy the Griffith The cows show, are too? sacred. I realized oh. that when I saw Tom Green sucking on that cow's teeth. <laughs> you know? I always wanted to watch The Prisoner because of Jesse. He always, What's uh, The Prisoner? Not because Pris- of not because of the, the Simpsons bit with the bubbles? No, although I got that after Jesse introduced me to the show and I watched a couple episodes of it. But um, it also, I think, is where that Iron Maiden uh, song sampled uh, the bit where he goes, I'm not a number. I'm a free man. Yes, that is exactly where it came from. Wait, but, the, the Prisoner is a television show? Yeah, I believe I from the UK. Okay. And, uh, yeah. It, Wait, uh, the UK? It I've, heard, I've heard about that. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. a big Monty Python's Flying Circus fan. Mm-hmm. Is that a television mm-hmm. show? How could I forget? That's what I think of you when I think Dude, of television. How could I forget? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm such a fucking nerd. That's why, like... When I, was... I think of like Eric. When I think of you, I think Mon- of Monty Python. And I think of like the Pink Panther. Oh yeah, that's another classic. But that's a movie. Are you familiar with that's the Pink true. Panther, Tom? Oh yeah, Peter, Peter Sellers. Sellers is a yeah. personal hero of mine. I was just talking yeah. about Peter Sellers Great yesterday because I was recommending uh, being there to someone. That's a fucking fabulous film. I and I read the, the book too. Yeah. but I saw the film first. Like, uh, yeah, I read the book as well. Yeah, I read the back <laughs> of the DVD case. Jersey Kaczynski. Uh, yeah, I think I've read a couple other Jersey Kaczynski yeah. novels as well. No, but the movies. <laughs> Way better like peter sellers is such an epic actor like yeah the lorax is pretty good but did you read the book man but back to monty python you know he's oh, yeah jesse's father is monty python yeah no dude oh. yeah that was a billy cahill joke. well that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah his dad is actually monty python as if monty python was a person mm-hmm. right. but no really like that's I, clever I would very stay clever pbs would have those monty python flying circus shows like late at night and when i was also the age you know impressionable like Almost not even a teenager. Whenever I started skating, was that time like twelve, thirteen? I would stay up late and watch like the Monty Python's Flying Circus oh, yeah. on PBS. Yeah, yeah. On PBS, public, public full frontal nudity. Oh, you yeah. know, lumberjack. All that shit is like only was, place you're going to get full frontal nudity, not in scrambled uh, green and purple. Yeah, and I was actually at my parents' like 
like two weeks ago, and I was also staying up late watching television. I'm in, I'm in my 30s, and I'm at my parents' house watching yeah, TV. Yeah, that's right. I'm in my 30s. I'm not <laughs> my parents. I'm still into full, full frontal nudity. Wait, what nothing it? like weird about that. I'm not like a loser or nothing. <laughs> Yo, what of it? Yo, no. my parents happen to have a fucking premium cable package. As Get they should. Face. Yeah, as, as they, they should. should. <laughs> I think they deserve it. They've really... worked hard their whole life. Why not have access they to it? They have every... a 401k. They have a pension. I certainly hope so. Well, they're doing all right. Hell yeah. <laughs> but you know, what they were doing is they were interviewing American comedians and like 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 David Cross and they mm-hmm. were who else whoever else uh, those other comedians that you guys like. I only know David Cross. Oh yeah. All of them. <laughs> yeah, all of the above. All of them. Like yeah, you got okay. your David Crosses and your others. Bob Odenkirk. Brian Posen. Is Brian, that Brian Posen. So essentially anyone just, from just Mr. Show. From Mr. Show. <laughs> Tim Robinson. Did, 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 they, get, you know, did they get Scott Ackerman or they, PFT? They did not have Bob Odenkirk. Oh, they didn't. He's I love busy. Mr. Show. Yeah, so they had David Cross. Check this out. David Cross had a funny quote. He's like, yeah, you know, I, I would show the, like Monty Python's Flying Circus to my daughter, you know, but if she didn't like it, I would just, I wouldn't talk to her ever again. Like, I wouldn't be friends. He's like, yeah. they were talking about, like, like what we were saying about the Simpsons and skating, like bonding over the things and, like, compatibility and friendships. And it's like, that was an example of that. Mm-hmm. Like, if the, you didn't have Monty Python's, like, connecting with that kind yeah. of like dry humor it's like no i can't be friends with that and person. also that like, was the first bit of yeah. uh, absurdist humor and that's like the main influence between of all mr show because it was like the first like uh-huh. alternative yeah, comedy first, that i yeah. saw dude i love mr show by the way i haven't watched it as much as y- you all have but um but do you have a dvd it. player no, I don't even have a TV. Wait, maybe I do. I don't. I don't even know what I have anymore of my possessions. I have a few possessions. Let me ask you: Do you I'm have a, a big? Do you have a big uh, plastic cube in your house but somewhere you that has actually, a glass screen on the I front? I think so, Tom. I'm not sure. Right, you well, actually you have that. a. Com- <laughs> you have a computer now, though. Yeah, right? it took like 35 years to get one. Yeah, 34 years, but I have a computer. It's. it's sick you know yeah you were one of the longest standing people i knew that did not have a computer i was a luddite for many years Mm -hmm. also definitely a luddite yeah it's it's all right though i have a computer and a smartphone yep and and an instagram handle yeah what's it called i don't even know insta instagram crackers instagram crackers yeah that's right yeah it's i'm just gonna grab one more beer uh before you know it starts winding down, but why don't we look up that Instagram handle real quick to tell the people <laughs> to follow Eric on the Instagram to see, you know, just his wonderful drawings, if nothing else. They ain't much skating on there, but maybe we can uh, get some clips one of these days. Well, I mean, yeah, I was looking at uh, Eric's Instagram, which I'm sure they'll see as well on the post that comes along with this episode. But it seems like your handle is Eric B. Humes, and that's E-R-I-C, as in cat. H U M as in Mary. Well, C also as in C as a computer. C. All right. Okay. My bad. Okay. So it's yes. E R I C as in computer. B U M as in Mancy. E S as in S shoes. As in, did you see Tom Penny is back on S? Hey, mate. It's me, Tom Penny, and I was actually watching Etney's High Five the other day. I was very pleased with my part, and I liked it a lot. It's a good video, and I'm happy to be back. Stoked to represent S Shoes again, mate. Tom Penny, one love. Peace. So wait, th- this is, is this the first time you watched your part from Etney's High Five? As a matter of fact, it is. W- when you're smoking and tripping late at night, you don't really know what the fuck is going on. That's mm-hmm. why I was able to do such magical and enchanting tricks down the 12th stair. That's fucking Over sick. the rail, I mean, a 10 stay in the hallway at night after coming back from a party. It's like, uh, 
Ozzy Osbourne said, you know, mm-hmm. smoking us. and tripping mm-hmm. is all that you do. Yeah. Love Tom Penny. I- Love Tom Penny. Also, <laughs> Ozzy. <laughs> yeah. Mostly Penny. Tom Penny is fucking legend. So are you the psyched mystique. that he's back on S footwear? Is that I didn't even make know you... S was still a company. I was talking to somebody literally yesterday about mm-hmm. skateboard shoe companies, and I was like, the kid was mentioning like DVS, Osiris, Etnies. Well, Etnies is still a company, right? But I was like, yeah, but they're like a they, they've they're a brand, like a, like a motocross like <laughs> dude brand. Yeah, but I was yeah, like I DVS, mean, Osiris. I haven't heard those names. They've been a Pac Sun company for yeah, so long. Yeah, I mean yeah. Lakai. That's still a company. I'm, I'm, you're wearing Lakai's. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you're pointing Wait, at. And them. why am I wearing them? Oh yeah, because I'm over. Big... They on sale? <laughs> no, I bought them. Uh, that's funny. Sorry. Off that, uh, yeah, off-brand Zappos website, <laughs> yeah, 9 wish. p.m. or whatever. No, actually, I bought them from a, a one Brian Fisk at Eastern Border in New Hampshire. Mm. Yell exit Brian Fisk. Oh, yell exit. Yell exit Brian e- Fisk. Collins cousin. E. B. Nashua. Yeah, and um, no, you know what's funny is I was like Hawk, big influence on me. Which one? Riley. I'll never tell you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. Riley's fucking sick. He's like a rocker. Yeah, Riley Ozzie. is sick. Riley yeah. Hawk. He's like... I, also, Tony Hawk was wearing him a little bit, but I think he went to Vans. But like... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was just thinking of like... Like, it's not like fully flared era of Lakai. It's like the new era. But what those other guys are sick. Vincent Alvarez, Yanni Cruz, all those guys on that. Mm-hmm. On Lakai. Yanni. Yanni's fucking sick. Yanni Cruz, Switchmaster. But um, what else? Bum, Mike Carroll. Rick Howard. Yeah, it's like they, they've toned it down. They're more like... Eric, favorite shoe video of all time, go. America. Yellow? I love that video, but there's yeah, too Yellow many riders. So, yeah, well, we were just talking such about a fucking We were just talking about Edney's High Five, but I'm just going to say this is, this is skateboarding yeah. America. Heath Kirchhoff, Andrew Reynolds, Ed Templeton, all of those dudes. Not mm-hmm. to be confused with Tosh Towns. Tosh Town and Chris Sen. He, you know, Chris Sen was my first favorite skateboarder. That makes sense. You'd think it was Ed Templeton. Susky. Aaron Suski. Suski. Mm-hmm. Eric Ellington. He was uh that wasn't his best work. He like, really peaked after that, I think. Yeah. I mean, big so Did remember you love we met set... Eric Ellington? Yeah. The guy's rad. Oh yeah. He's so rad. He sent me uh I got a picture he... of him I've been meaning to post where he's wearing a fancy light hoodie. Really? Um, yeah. He wore a fancy light. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Um But you love Chris Sen because his part in jump off a building, right? That and also kind of like mainstream type on the on a mainstream note i was watching the x games you mm-hmm. know and this is like i don't know 97 maybe 96 like his contest runs just charging just like just it's almost like he was like an abstract artist but at the same time he's just total fucking just full speed just fucking not giving a shit about the like tricks he was doing and he even says that like yeah in that thrasher skater of the year thing where he's just like i don't try to do tricks i try to find like the best way to skate and it's just like his approach you know it's just yeah he's just charging it yeah and it wasn't like yeah i don't know it's just like all terrain you know yeah fast skater it's like now everybody skates fast so it's like not mm-hmm. unique it's not unique to skate fast anymore but right. he was jeff definitely one of those guys i honed in on being like a fast skater that i liked you know yeah yeah big fan of him but then obviously templeton and rowley jamie mm-hmm. thomas always but but i think chris sen was the first one in my mind i was like yeah, he's my favorite skater. I loved, and I think me and you were talking about that when we first talked about Toy Machine when we first met, because I was such a fan of Toy Machine. Jump off a building. Hmm. He's got that great half cab flip in there. Everybody loves that half cab flip. Who knows? Like, no, you can't talk shit on that. Yeah, it's just like rolled around. It's like, it's like impressive how yeah. he did that. I know. It's <laughs> yeah, one it's of very a kind. Impressive. It's beautiful. <laughs> I loved it. But yeah, this is skateboarding, not to be confused with is this skateboarding. But Bigzo, what's your favorite shoe company video? 
You know, I was just thinking about this the, the other DC day. The DC video. DC video is up there for sure. It's definitely. Uh, God damn it. I thought I knew. Tom, do you have like, an answer? Not, yeah. not the sheep video. That's Although a good that's one. That's a good one, too. Um, I, I think sheep cl- shoes is coming back, too. Not fully flared. And Dude, it's hard. I think I, mean, I know what so it is. There's so many good ones. I mean, I want to say I feel like the definitive shoe video is, is the me- storm. Is, no, is, is medic Madi? Is medic Yeah, but you you raise a good point, Tom. Honestly, yeah, I was I was a bigger fan of the storm. Yeah, I mean the storm is like you don't even the storm is almost like you forget about it because you don't even consider it a shoe video because because of how how high quality the skating was in it because that was still a time where like as you're saying medic Mahdi was really the first video that was like shoe videos are just as serious as a board video you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like not to say they didn't enjoy fucking videos put out by shoe companies as we said many times fucking high five that that's one of my favorites that's i fucking love that video, video. i love that how many parts there are there are fucking 15 to 30 seconds long in there yeah that's fantastic and every same, song is good yeah exactly same with yellow you know it's just fucking great it's yeah. just like a lot of those fucking... were the first shoe company videos not the first of the series big yeah budget which ones. is weird that etnies is like we have this huge team let's split it up into three different shoe companies put all of the good skaters on two teams and let this original company fucking dwindle into like some fucking shitty, like fake, like fucking just like motocross company. Obviously, they have what they have Shane O'Neill on there, Sheckler. Mm. They got some fucking Chris Jocelyn. Chris Jocelyn, yeah, they got some big ass people on there. But like, dude, no one's skating fucking Etnies. I bought some Etnies snow skate shoes. Yeah, they have snow skate shoes. Yeah, actually, they're fucking sick. They have like Michelin tire uh, soles. They're awesome, but <laughs> yeah. But anyways, that that's way off the topic of uh, skate. So I'm gonna shoe go with DVS skate more. I was actually yeah. that was in my dude skate more great just now. But dude, one that's a that, good video, dude. One that's a sleeper that I also always forget is this shoe video, despite its obvious fucking title, is the DC video. Yeah. That video is fucking that great. Hit, that video hits yeah. hard. That is really good because especially like at that point when that came out, it was like so many people that were like, "Oh, this dude is old." This dude is old. Like, like everyone's like, oh, Stevie. That's like fucking Deirdre. Yeah, I love but, Stevie Williams. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's like fucking 15 years ago at this point. Yeah. So obviously they weren't old, you know, but it was like, wow, this is like a new part from like so many fucking people. Obviously, glance footage is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was talking What's about that? that? Little shit fucking I'm going to go with Gary? the Fallen video. Ride the Sky. That's a good one. You know what? Here's Greg a Greg Myers. Ride yeah. the Sky is good. Oh, dude, Ride the Sky. Here's a that random. Is a, that's a pretty good one. The other Osiris Definitely video not. that came yeah. later on, Feed the Need. Oh, I thought you were going to say Subject to Change. Oh, that one's oh, subject fucking to change beautiful is fucking as well. Amazing. That one's yeah. fucking rad. Louis and, Je- and yeah. Ali Bulala. And I love that Dobstaff still has a part in that part, that Mr. video. Mr. Dobalina, Mr. Do- Bob Dobalina. There you go. Mr. Dobalina, Mr. Bob Dobalina, Mr. Dobalina. Yeah, check this out. Mr. Tomasello, Mr. Matt Tomasello. Mr. 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 Tomasello, Mr. Matt Tomasello. It works for that name as well. That's true. You got to have that... Three, four syllable name. I wish I had Dobalina Tomasello. Dobbs, but it's funny because his name was just Dob Staff. <laughs> we could do. We could just say, yeah, that's true. Mr. Eric Humes, Mr. Eric Bell. But they Humer. didn't. They didn't remix the song to put Dob Staff <laughs> instead of Dobalina. Nick, who was that song again? Uh, Delta Funk Homo Sapiens. All right, good, good. Yeah, it's good to know. But Osiris feed the need. That's a good one. Yeah, that's that might be my favorite duffel part in that that video. 
Yeah. Yeah. We've been trying. John Rattray's in there, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he has the curtains. Yeah, you know, we've been trying to get Rattray on the podcast. So yeah, he he's a real, he's a he, wonderful human being. We're gonna. I've never met him, but it's just that. like I know yeah. what he advocates, and he's got a good, good soul, great heart. If you can tell us what he advocates before we interview him, mm-hmm. that might help. Um, bike riding, okay. skating, doing hand plants and big bowls, uh, mental health, suicide prevention. You know, he did like that bike ride about that, um, like in Portland or something. I don't know. I forget what it was called. Was it, was it associated it was the... with with Ramers? Yeah, I think it was actually before that. It was. Oh, on, really? I watched the whole thing on the Thrasher site, or maybe it was after Ramers. But like, it was all about it. And then I was reading an interview with him quite recently. That was. I was a link from the Jankum site about all that, all of those themes. And it was like he has a whole predatory bird, or no, he has a website all about his themes. And predatory bird is within one. Like that's within his. Mm-hmm. is what he does but... illustrated by john horner yeah just yeah. rattray is just so rad he's one of those like sort of intellectual skateboarders but also like gnarly and just like yeah i don't know like one of those few skateboarders that has like a degree like a college degree too like yeah. you but thank um, you yeah didn't i think he has a degree in and physics. tom i don't know much about rattray that's but... true i do have a degree yeah, yeah. i don't i quit <laughs> to skate and party but i read all the time and it's like cool to know that skateboarders have put them use their mind for other interests and stuff. But um, yeah, you should definitely get John Rattray on here. He has a beautiful Scottish accent. Yeah. Or I should just go back to college. I don't know. I thought about that, actually. <laughs> I almost had like two years before I moved to the city, and then I was just like, fuck college. Can't focus. Yeah, I mean, I dropped out of college after two years, and I moved to California with legs. But then you went back. But then I went back because when I got there, I was like, well, this really fucking sucks. I was like, that sucks, but this really sucks. And like, I couldn't get a job. The only place I had a job interview at was Food for Less. Mm. And it was, which is the grocery store. Uh, and it was for like overnight stocking shift. Mm. And they were like, are you willing to cut your hair? And I was like, what? I was like, why? This is a fucking supermarket. We had food, supermarket overnight stocking. And it was like. How long was your hair, Tom? Is it how it is now? It was probably like this length, yeah. maybe just. I mean, it was yeah, it was long. It was you know normal. Never compromise your hair. But I mean, it wasn't like. But I mean, it was like you know, I would compromise my hair if it was something Never. worth compromising. You I know, mean, but you like a to... fucking overnight fucking grocery store stocking yeah. job. Like why? You I used can to put tell me a, uh, a quote by uh, Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, See that? was like never, never choose a job that makes you change your clothes. Did I tell you that? that. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds so fucking familiar. Maybe it was Vonnegut. Maybe it was was something like that. Maybe it was like Henry David Thoreau or something. Maybe. And I'm thinking this other one that maybe this was Thoreau. It was like beware of like new enterprises that require a change of wardrobe or something. Maybe it was that. (laughs) I think that was was a Thoreau quote. But I think feel like Vonnegut would had a similar one too. And I think about it all the time now that I work at uh, the airport and I have to put on a uniform every time I go into work, even though I actually don't mind it because I think it looks pretty cool. I'm actually wearing some pants from there right now. You want to know something funny? Not my, bad. My, my, not, bad. not bad. Not bad. You got those fake looking uh, Tim, Timberland cons, you know? That's true. That's true. Are those cons? No, no, these are slippers. No, his but his work, work shoes are Tim's, but they okay. look like Franken cons. Yeah, they're steel-toed cons, essentially. See. Or I'm sorry, I should the, skate in them. The mon- like Franken Franken cons monsters. Yeah, skating non-traditional skate shoes. Yeah, do it. Well, Eric, mm-hmm. you are one of the most passionate people I know about skateboarding. You know, thank mm-hmm. you. Just the skateboard history, and you know, I just everything about it. You know. 
and you know you've had tricks in every single faint slide video and i hope mm -hmm. that you have one some in every single video for as long as we make them i'll get a couple at least one or two yeah <laughs> hell maybe you never know about a part you know just you just sure. never fucking know how the stars are gonna line i mean i feel like i'm getting old dur gonna be 36 mm -hmm. that's not it's old in skate years but at the same time it's like i don't know i just you never know what you're capable of and so it's like who knows? It's like I don't even know about cameras anymore. You know, you were just talking about like the different cameras and yeah, how they change the way you film it. It's like mm -hmm. even if it was just clips, you know. But yeah, I'd be happy to just get a clip. You know, I mean, the <laughs> most basic example of that is that it's different vibe if you're filming a trick on an iPhone rather than filming on the VX, and then you can imagine it's even gonna be even though I haven't filmed it, but even more different if you're filming on an yeah. HD camera. You know, yeah. I think. Um, cause you know, automatically yeah, the pressure like, just feels different. Even, even filming in general, you know, you've probably had it a million times where you go, where you're trying a trick and you go to film a trick and just the whole dynamic has changed. You know, you're not even close to being able to do the trick now that there's a camera in front of you. Oh yeah. That changes it for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think an important thing that I've had to kind of sort of sort through in my mind is like skateboarding isn't just capturing the trick on the camera skateboarding is the act of doing it without the camera as well and i had for some reason like so long i was just like always thought it was just the thing being so obsessive about making the part in the video and stuff that like it i had to like make the switch in my brain to like just actually skate for a little bit mm -hmm. and just not film you know and which is probably why i had four tricks in the in the last video yeah and also just working and shit and just like getting older and stuff. And it's like, there's no real, I don't know, just things happen, I guess. And it's just like, I, I honestly, like I fall in and out of love with skateboarding all the time. Yeah. yeah. Now I fucking love it. <laughs> and then other times I'll be like out of love with it too. And it's like, but yeah, well, the whole filming thing is just stressful, but it's also very gratifying too and satisfying. Yeah. It's tough. It's I mean, I, I feel the same way with filming. I mean, you spent all of fucking middle school and high school just like always filming for videos, you know, despite the fact that they're just like, you know, videos you're making with the homies, mm -hmm. but still just always filming, always trying to do that. And then it just gets to a point where it's like, every time I'm going skating, I'm just getting frustrated. Yeah. You know, it's, well, it's, it's not, it's not easy to skate in front of a camera. Not for it, me, at least. It's a youthful activity. You know, you yeah. can't stay young forever. No, you can't, but you can yeah. also just like, here's the thing. You want to know what gets me so stoked these days? Now that I have, the gram or whatever like mm -hmm. i missed out on so much skateboarding it's like seeing shit that people are doing for example um pastor andy mm -hmm. seeing clips of that dude i think he's like 47 or 48 and yeah he, he has so much passion for skateboarding so much love and just like seeing the clips he has you know i think that dude probably never had like a video part per se yeah. but like he has the passion to document it and right. it helps you skate it helps you progress with your craft of skateboarding like to um, to have the clip and to see it and make you want to do even better, Absolutely. do more. And it's like to see that, like, I, I don't know now that, like I said, I'm going to be 36 in a year. It's like, I'm really psyched to see people in their forties, like that are capturing clips and stuff. Yep. And, and they're like, showing for, their progression. Yeah. It's so rad. And it's like, I don't know if I told you, bro, I, I was mentioning earlier that I ran into him at mm -hmm. Franklin park. Now I'm getting deja vu, but, um, yeah, he filmed, I filmed him do a kickflip on my cruiser board with the fucking 70 millimeter wheels. Yep. That's on the gram. It's on his, uh, treasure hunting Instagram. Nice. I just started kickflipping on that board yesterday. The 70 millimeter longboard wheels. Yeah. It's fucking heavy, but 
once I skated my normal board today, it was like kind of easier because that board, the other board, like kept me strong. And yeah. Also, that's another thing. Like, yeah, that's enjoyable too to try a different setup, something out of sort of out of your comfort zone, out of my comfort zone at least. But at the same time, it's like getting into touch with skating again to have something that's like the base, most basic tricks and movements are fun again having a different setup and challenging challenging yeah. too yeah doing a fucking shove it on that board is actually hard yeah. <laughs> but doing a kickflip is hard too but i did like four or five of them yesterday and it felt really good and also i've been really psyched on people that are uh new to skateboarding like this kid chris he's 23 but he didn't like skate much i just befriended him the other day he used to always be at the park i hung out with him yesterday at the south street courts and uh he just started skating a lot in the past two years or even you a year. You were uh, Spiderweb Bandana? Yeah, he's from Mattapan. He's really cool. He's yeah, got we a... were just skating with oh, him yeah. today. Oh, yeah, we skated with Sick. him today. He's got at, a good, at, good at, head uh, on his Fiori's. shoulders. He's yeah. a good dude. And um, I gave him some old boards and an old T-shirt and stuff, mm-hmm. and I just like told You him. mentioned that. He said, Eric, bless me with this board. I did bless him with yeah. those boards. And also he, he helped. psyched on it. And then he was helping me because I was trying to clean out my room and get rid of stuff that was just collecting dust. And I always feel like, why am I holding on to these old boards that I'm not using? Like, they're utilitarian. People, mm. people should be getting that. Right. People should be using them. Yeah, I got to um, stop giving them to Matt. He has too many now. I, I used to give them to Matt. I used to give them to Orange Man. Yeah. And I also thought that was so cool that they were re- Re, uh, what's the word? Yeah. repurposing well no i mean I, i'll keep giving them to him but he's got plenty right now we gotta just throw some out into the wild you know yeah. oh yeah yeah i always dream about it's always like, nice to give to give just like something to people yeah, yeah. give back to the community give back to just even give pay it forward you know if you've gotten stuff before you know just like it's easy to have old boards and just be like well this is this not tail. ideal yeah. right but also the other thing too it's a goal of mine is just learn how to like skate more switch and just like I don't know, my, like, whole fucking thigh and, like, this hip is all fucked up from just, like, pushing this way. So it's, like, I need to, like, yeah, figure Mon- that out. Yeah, push Mongo and switch. I think I need to push Bongo. <laughs> That's what I do. I, I've always pushed Mongo yeah. and switch. I have no shame. Yeah. yeah. No shame. Same. Sean Tweak has always been so good. At, he When he pushes switch, it looks exactly the same as when he pushes regular. Hey. Because Kalis pushes switch Mongo. But and I will, I will say because awesome. Sean Tweak Love started. Those as pushing mongo right but then when you start pushing regular now all of a sudden you can push regular and switch and they both look good yep but yeah i've no yeah no no shame with pushing mongo and switch everyone does in all the fucking plan b all the fucking all those early 90 videos i, I think everyone it's, doing but it. i think it's important to learn both ways just because it's like i don't know i think i've been sort of like i learned this from i don't know much about yoga but i know it's like it's your. It's about you do a movement one way, for example, like a front blunt, and then you do a switch. If you're posing it like the way you do something, it's like to get your body back in alignment. Yeah. And skating throws your body out of alignment if you're only that way. Mm-hmm. And it's like I've done that for so fucking long that it's like there's something. Actually, I think the last time we skated Hyde Park, Tom, when we were with Dave Darling, I was mm-hmm. like pushing so hard, and it's like there's something fucked up in my leg that like really irritated me. It was hurting to skate today, but it was also really fun at the same time. So. Yeah, growing pains, growing older, but yeah, at the same yeah. time, like I said, I get I get inspired by people that are new to skating. Right, yeah. I'm trying to help them and out I, too. I always love the uh, the quote by uh, Gons where he he would say that his favorite skater was somebody learning to skate for the first time. That's fucking beautiful to just watch them in the creative process, you know. Yeah, and then also I, it's like if I I like to see that too, but I also like to share some wisdom, you know. And it's like I think we're all skate scientists in a way. Mm-hmm. particularly some of more more tech and creative friends you know i'm just kind of a minimalist but uh mm-hmm. i still know a lot about skateboarding if i see someone struggling i'll let them struggle a little bit mm-hmm. but then i'll like 
politely, kindly share what I know with them. For example, that kid, Chris, and he appreciates mm-hmm. it too. And it's like, I'd like to do more of that too. And also me and him are having a good conversation about uh, different levels and different, like he was kind of explaining like a disconnect about like, say you go to Lynch and he mentioned a few people he knew skaters that like, were kind of like the too cool. Cause they're too good or whatever. And it's like, yeah. that's something we like our whole fancy life crew has been like a mix of so many different levels and abilities. And yeah. It's like, communities and just personalities style creating, skating yeah it's just yeah. like a com- community of skateboarders and like just different personalities and just not caring you know like yeah. if everybody has different abilities and just like it doesn't matter yeah well skate- i always said you know i'll i'll film anybody if they're at doesn't matter what level they're at but if they're just actually pushing themselves yeah yeah, yeah. so that's what i care about to actually see in the videos yeah they're getting out of their comfort zone and i think that's the essence of skateboarding yeah right yeah and then you get into your comfort zone because it feels good to do the trick <laughs> and you know the future's unwritten you know, who true. knows what the next fancy lad video is going to look like eric i i feel like listen it's gonna see some more eric parts coming out i mean maybe i'll just film a falco and a couple instagram clip, clips <laughs> no we'll see we'll see if, if yeah no no absolutely no well i would uh, listen, love to listen this 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 the movement of me going like this i know the people can't see it because they're not even filming right now but not even for the Patreon viewers. This is exclusive for everyone. But it's going to be, you know, you're, you're going to fucking, you're, 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 you know, you're back, you're back around. Thank you. You know, you're dipping out I'm for back a on bit the block. Now. You're back on the yeah. block. I took a little hiatus, you know, got burnt out on being a skater. Forgot I was a person. person real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's like that Neil Young. I fucking faded away. No, was it burnt out? Help me out here. Uh, well, it's better to burn out than to fade away. Well, I burned but... out for a minute, but the spark like, comes back, and it's like all about nourishing that spark. But, um, yeah, it comes and goes. Well, you know, I look forward to, you know, continuing to film with my friends as long as I can. And, you know, I was disappointed that you couldn't come on that trip to the lake house because I was looking yeah, I forward felt bad to just, about that. I was looking forward to just getting you into the woods. Did you go in the woods? Did you go on a hike? I did not, but if you went, you know, I was looking forward to getting you into the woods and just putting a camera on you and watching you go wild, you know? Fun as hell. Maybe we can still do that. Here's, like I said, yeah, and that would have been a great celebration of the 10-year anniversary, but so is this, too. Mm -hmm. This is a celebration. Hey, we have the the whole year. year. We have the whole year. Yep. Fuck yeah, and more sessions, you know? Yeah. Listen, we're going to have... There's a lake house in the future with the whole crew. Mm-hmm. Mate, I genuinely thought it was for 4th of July. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I fucked up. John, you didn't go either, huh? And there's... No, I knew when it... I, I, you had a I knew when conflict? it was, but I already had my work schedule sure, sure. was already fucking... Posted. How crazy it is, is it to schedule shit, even doing this? Like, that's like a new concept to me this year to like actually schedule things. Yeah. And that's, I think I was talking to another friend about, it sucks, but it also doesn't because it's kind of cool to have something to look forward to. But, yeah. um, I well, saying, it sucks. It's tough. It, well, it's tough for me to get time off work at all. You yeah, know right. what I mean? So right. that sucks. Well, I don't know. I just but like, it is nice to be like, ooh, like recording a podcast tonight with Eric. I fucking That'd wrote it on fun. my calendar, even though it was the day before, just to, <laughs> just for fun. Oh, like, it's in there. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was just talking to a friend about this the other day, and it was like a luxury to like be living with friends for like eight or 10 years or however mm-hmm. long, even if it was mm-hmm. before Fancy Lad, to never have to make a plan because to do like get together to do the thing, the shit that you're going to do, if, for example, making a video or even just a session because everybody yeah. was already there. Right. But now it's like, I don't know, at least, well, I'm only three blocks away, but still, 
I can pop in whenever I want, I guess. But to do something like this, like I sort of plan it out, you know. But right, yeah, planning ain't bad, but I prefer spontaneity for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot more. It's a lot more fun when yeah. you just walk out and people are there. And that's if I was to make another part, it'd have to be more spontaneous because I think I like was always stressing myself out too much about th- overthinking the shit I was going to do or whatever. And there's mm-hmm. so many things I didn't do that I had to let go of, you know, like tricks and stuff. Well, every video gets more and more difficult, you know. Yeah, but what if you were like to, I don't know, just go back to the roots of it or and to make a yeah. spontaneous jazz part or whatever, you know, like you guys. Listen, about I feel like <laughs> the amount you're skating with us now, you're going to be around when filming is happening. We're going to capture shit. Mm-hmm. Even just to it's get a couple happen. clips. It doesn't don't got to be a part. Yeah, just some. You never know. Well, Eric, until then, I just want to thank you for being on the Fan Slab Podcast once again. Hey, mm-hmm. you're welcome. This has been a privilege. It's been a dream come true. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's been it's been fun. It's been really fun. It's been a pleasure. And you know, I gotta say, this is uh this is about twenty years in the making. Mm-hmm. Ever since I met you, I was like, I'm gonna get that guy in a podcast one day. One day. I don't know All what right. the the word podcast has been invented yet, but yeah. I think <laughs> we'll get I'm a- thinking this guy's gonna be a good guest. I don't know if I know the other co-host yet. Do you, do you know me already? Probably in about a year. Probably about a year. At some point, I'll find someone to be the co-host. We'll have this guy on. No, I, I feel I like I definitely, knew you. I definitely had met you at that point. Yeah, because you, I mean, I remember when, I remember no, when Eric showed I mean, up. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably filmed a part with you even before I met Eric, actually. You so. filmed two parts. Because you had Tweak 1 and Tweak 2. Right. Well, I'm assuming that I filmed Tweak 1. I met Eric during Tweak 2, and then we ended up filming Tweak 3. Needless to say, this has been a great episode. That's what I'm saying. And you know what, Eric? Can't wait to have you back maybe one day as a reoccurring guest. You know, Mm. you're uh, you're, a... you're welcome back on the podcast anytime. Oh, anytime. You. And you know what? That. You, you know what? We might even we might even give you a segment one day. Who knows? It's true. I would love that. Yeah. Oh man, I feel like people would love that. You too. know what, Tom? It's funny because I think I said the same thing about you, but I think this about me, and I think honestly, I think I have a face for podcasts. <laughs> Tell me what do you do? You, do you not think so? Yeah, I about, got a face for about, podcasts. About you or me? No, myself. I genuinely think I have a face for podcasts. Yep. Yeah. So we're yeah. gonna start with the theme song, and then we're gonna work backwards. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for having me. We're gonna me. start with the melody, and then we're gonna see what comes out. Yeah, you guys start the with the theme. melody. This is how all melodies start. Yep. Simple click track. Yeah, it's called rhythm and beats per minute. You yeah. look into it. Um, but I mean, so anyways, all right. This is the end of the episode. This is the end of the episode. Is we're what leaving. Say. We're leaving right now. But before we go, big out. I just have one thing that I want to say. I think you, I was looking at you. It looked like you had something you wanted to say. I have one thing, and I just got to get it off my chest. Dude, please do us all a favor. Get it off your chest, bro. Keep on rocking in the free world. Ugh, there it is. Neil. Uh, yeah.